high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put Nutex Winning Genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit Nutex at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone. It is the final Thursday of the high school football regular season, and we find ourselves in Litchfield for an area battle between the Anzi Litchfield Spartans and the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer Ed Smith here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Big game tonight for these two ball clubs. Uh, the winner assures themselves a spot in the playoffs, and uh, that's for sure Pleasanton because right now they're the last team out and Ansley Litchfield would need a lot of help if they cannot get the win here tonight to advance on to the playoffs. So uh, once in a while when they talk about too many teams in Class D, and there may be with the schools moving down with 32 teams getting in, but uh, you got to be at least 500 to be playing in week number nine. We've also got Amherst at Cambridge on ESPN 1460 and 1550 tonight with all the football action there. Kind of the same situation. Amherst has to win to get into the playoffs, and Cambridge needs to win to guarantee them a spot in the playoffs. So a lot of more eight-man games. Not everybody's playing tonight. There are a few 11-mans. There's quite a few eight-mans because the playoffs begin one week from tonight, and that way you get that extra game or extra day to get prepared for the playoffs. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. You look at this football game tonight, you got a lot of young kids out there on both teams. They both overcome some injuries throughout the year. And maybe for Ansley Litchfield, that's the reason they're three and four instead of five and two. You'll hear that from Coach Coach Kurt Kalhanek in his first year a little bit later on. Both uh, came very close in their last contest. That's the unique thing playing SEM because Pleasanton actually coming off their bye week uh, last week to get ready for tonight's game, and maybe that'll give them a little bit of an advantage. And as you'll hear from Coach Westland, a lot of guys, since we're only about 15 miles down the road, depending on where the farms are or where you live in the city, a lot of cousins, a lot of relatives, a lot of family members going after each other here tonight. We'll take a break on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Be back with more from Litchfield right after this. Zimatic Center Pivots provide farmers worldwide with the best quality, highest performance irrigation systems. Year after year, these systems have proven themselves in varying types of terrain, cropping situations, and irrigation requirements. This is because of dedication to service and unique design. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation, your Zimatic dealer. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Doug Duda back with you on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Some of the other football games that are going on tonight in eight-man Southwest is at Alma. Eustace Farnham is at Arapahoe. Medicine Valley's at Bertrand. Shelton is at Blue Hill. Also 
going on tonight. Bruning, Davenport, Shickley at Lawrence Nelson in a battle of unbeatens. That's one of the biggest football games in the state tonight. And Overton is at Ravenna. Other games tonight, Gothenburg is at Minden. Wilcox Hildreth is at Deschler in 11-man. And in the Tri-Cities, uh, Grand Island Central Catholic is at Boone Central Newman Grove to wrap up their season. There's also some volleyball going on uh, tonight and some competitive stuff in the Tri-Cities. Kearney is at Grand Island. Norfolk is at Hastings. Grand Island Northwest is at Ord. Also going on tonight, uh, you have a Central Catholic and Schuyler playing in a triangular at uh, York. So that is some of the volleyball that is going on around the area. Tonight, but here it's high school football. Pleasanton at Ansley Litchfield. We'll take a break and hear from the coaches Ricky Westland of Pleasanton, Kurt Kohanek of Ansley Litchfield here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits as we wrap up the regular season in Litchfield. The Ansley Litchfield Spartans taking on the Pleasanton Bulldogs, and Coach Ricky Westland joins us here. As really, I guess, Coach, kind of the playoffs begin for your ball club tonight, don't they? Oh, exactly. We're at uh, kind of the point in the season where last few weeks of well, this week especially, we need to win to get in. So you can just say we added another round of the playoff this week. I'll tell you what, uh, for those of us that can just look at a piece of paper, well, you had a bye week, and Ansley Litchfield and you, the last opponent was SEM, and it came down to the wire. Uh, is you expecting this to be a very tight football game? I do. I think uh, pretty evenly matched teams. They have a good, powerful line and some uh, great kids in the backfield, uh, Brady Rohde, uh, Seth Rosiski, and I think Chris Pates is coming back at quarterback, although their freshman, uh, Jaden Jones, did a great job last week against uh, Sumner. So kind of, you know, Respecting each other, you know, great kids up there and great opponent for this Friday or Thursday night. What about uh, the bye week kind of comes at an unusual time for you, but probably an important time since you still have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it was a nice – I'd rather have a bye week at the beginning where you can kind of retool some things if you need to early, but um, I really appreciated it when it hit this year because we had some injuries. We had some guys dinged up. Um, just giving them that week off to recuperate a little bit, get some therapy – um, I think was a just a great thing to have this year. So we should be back ready to go, almost full power. You know, we're missing about three great kids, but uh, we'll see what we can do with the rest of the crew. As we're at this point, Ricky Westland, head football coach at uh, Pleasanton, where have you seen the most improvement over this season from your football team? I would just say experience. I mean, just the early mistakes in the year where maybe rush things, um, kind of learning more about ourselves, how to run our offense, how to run our defense. Uh, the kids are comfortable on defense now. They they can play much faster. They know their assignment, whereas at the beginning of the year they were thinking about their assignment and then thinking about what to do. Now they can just react because they know they're in the right spot and how everything works together. No doubt about it. Uh, even going back to last year, you've had a chance to play a lot of freshmen who are now sophomore, and, and you still got some freshmen in there. You had probably your most complete game against a quality opponent against SCM. Would you agree with that? Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so could argue that one a little bit. Just some mis- misfortunate things happened late in the game. Uh, we turned the ball over. Um, kids were doing a great job, and nobody intends to drop the ball when they're out there playing. They're just giving it their all, you know, playing with their heart. And sometimes they want to try to get that extra yards and forget to hang on to the ball, and things like that happen. So no one to blame there, but um, kind of put that one on us rather than the opponent. But like you said, Sumner has a great team over there, too. Uh, a line at quarterback really lit us up there, and, Without his arm, I don't think the outcome would have been the same. 
We take a look at this schedule. It's definitely you've been tested by top 10 teams. You've played some teams that have struggled this year. Uh, where would you say that uh, your football team has kind of shown? Because you're pretty, you're pretty balanced. you got these young kids can run it. Uh, Tyler can throw the ball for you. you got some good ends. Uh, where would you say that uh, the strength of your football team is coming into this one? I would say the running game. Um, just the fact that the kids know or they know what to expect now. We've seen – we're at the end of the year. We've ran this offense. We know every defensive front that we're going to come against. Um, we know what to do, adjust the stunts and blitzes and things like that. So the, the kids are, I guess they well-versed at that, and they'll know it won't be a shock to them. They'll be able to adjust on the fly much better than early in the year. Obviously, Ansley Litchfield has always been a very physical ball club. How do you think your team will be able to match up with them in that physicality department? Well, I think we'll be fine. It's it's one of those border wars, you know, bedlam or whatever you want to call it, like they do down at the, uh, the old Cotton Bowl there or with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. It just uh, – it's your neighbors here. All we got to do is get on the bus, drive 15 minutes, and we're ready to play. So, you know, kids will see each other throughout the summer working on farms, driving down gravel roads, highways. So, you know, it's – a lot of them are related. A lot of them will see each other at church on Sunday. So a little bit of trash talking probably going on there too. Well, Ricky, you touched on it a little bit, but as you watch the game film and as you prepped now for two weeks for, for Ansley Litchfield, what is it that really uh, concerns you about them? Just their power game. Just some a great backfield. Seth Rosiski, I think he's tipping the scale about 195, 200. And I believe uh, Brady Rohde's probably about 6'2", 6'3", and he's about 205, I think. So just And great athletes, too. You get them on the basketball court. You know, Brady Rohde can do. He's a standout here, played on some all-star teams around the area on this, in the summertime. So, you know, multi-talented kids and through all kinds of at- or, uh, sports. So we just got to be uh, make sure we hit our responsibilities on defense and shut them down any way we can. Defensively, for you, uh, what, uh, what do you see from uh, your football team just to kind of expand that another notch? Uh, just to maybe knock some balls loose there, wrap up a little bit better, you know, make the tackles that you're supposed to make. Don't let somebody else, you know, run out of an arm tackle and get another extra five yards. We just need to shut them down at the line. So we need our defensive line to step up big tonight. Ricky Westland, last minute here with us on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Uh, season's on the line for your seniors. Uh, just a little bit about your senior class and, and maybe how they've been here the last week and a half getting ready for this important game. Oh, I, I've been impressed. You know, we've had an up-and-down year. Um, but they're still strong. They come to practice and, you know, represent themselves really well. And, in fact, this last week I've seen a, a lot of them really impress me with their leadership abilities out here. Yeah, knowing it's getting down to the end of the wire for their career here at Pleasanton. You know, they've, they've all had a great career. But just seeing them step up and, you know, really wanting this one is what I've been impressed with this week. All right, Ricky, uh, hopefully a playoff berth uh, here for the Bulldogs. I know Ansley Litchfield hoping for the same thing. Should be a great uh, little rivalry game here tonight. Appreciate the time. Good luck. Thank you, Doug. That's Ricky Wessler, the head football coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. We'll be back and talk to Coach Kulhanek of Ansley Litchfield and get the Spartans' point of view right after this on Classic Hits. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Golden Harvest Hybrid and Purina feeds. Only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year 
wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits. Ansley Litchfield hosting Pleasanton and a lot on the line tonight. And we are talking with the head football coach at the Spartans in Kurt Kalhanek in his first year. And going into a real important game, uh, Coach, I know that had things transpired a little differently last week, uh, there wouldn't be so much on the line tonight. But that's the great thing about sports. Uh, how do you feel your team has practiced this week? And where's their, where's their mindset as they get ready for this important game? Yeah, Doug, I'm surprised at uh, how good their mindset is right now. That was a, like I said, we've had a couple tough losses and could easily be five and two. And last week was just a tough one going into the playoff seating, you know. But they've responded this week, and, you know, I think they're ready to get after it. Last week, for the folks that don't know, jumped out to that 20 to nothing lead, and SEM uh, really uh, got hot. They've got a good football team and, and threw the football around quite a bit, and we may come, come back to that. But, Kurt, I'm curious. This is a team that was D1 last year and was knocking heads with the likes of Amherst's and Burwell's and teams that made it deep into the playoffs and now uh, had a lot of rebuilding to do, uh, had some of the core kids like Rody and the guys that we'll talk about. But how's the first year gone uh, in your eyes with, the, with these kids? You know, like I said, I'm disappointed because I always want more because I'm competitive. But uh, I think we've exceeded some expectations from a lot of people, not necessarily mine. You know, uh, we got a lot of young kids playing and have stepped up. And honestly, I couldn't ask any more out of them. Where have you seen the most improvement in the ball club this year? Um, you know, they've uh, their, their execution's getting better. We broke down defensively. Uh, in that second half against Sumner, but I think we got it fixed. Just there was a lot of kids coming back that didn't have a whole lot of reserve experience either. And we got a couple freshmen and Jaden Jones and Keaton Moore that have started for us. You know, it's hard to believe they're eighth graders last year. <laughs> what What's the hardest thing about coaching kids like that when you're, you're thinking as seniors, but you know you got them, I'm not going to say cut them some slack because there's a reason they're in there as a starter for you, but they're awful, awful young. What's What's the hard part about coaching freshmen and sophomores? It's me getting on them once in a while. You know, when you're playing a, a Sandhill Stedford and a twin loop up there against Kozel, you know, and they got all, you know, the older kids and you're more physical and you know, that's going to happen when you have freshmen and sophomores playing juniors and seniors, but I still have that expectation like the freshmen and sophomores are seniors, so there's times i got to tell myself to just, just kind of hold off a little. Well, Brady Rohde, for anybody that's been able to watch uh, Ansley Litchfield the last couple of years, he kind of does it all for you, leading rusher, and when you go to the air, you kind of go to him uh, as well. How much do you ask of him on a week-to-week basis? Um... I don't know. I think, you know, he wants the ball every time, so I don't think I ask as much of him as people think I do. Uh, you know, we've got Chris Pates back this, this week, and that's going to help take the load off. Uh, Jaden Jones has stepped in at quarterback, and uh, so things are getting a little more mixed around where Brady doesn't have to do as much. Um, so I'm excited to see how tomorrow night goes because it's the first time we've had everybody on the field in a while. Kirk Kulhanek, head football coach, Angela Litchfield, uh, joining us here on the New Tech Seed, a pregame show. What else besides Rody, 
do you guys do well? What do you think is uh, the strength? We all know that you're a physical football team. Is there something else that makes you good? You know, I just think our execution on offense has, has been pretty darn good, except for some mental errors and stupid things. Uh, we've done pretty well as young as we are. Defensively, you know, we've been moving some people around. And, and you know, the last couple of weeks, except that second half against Sumner, they've been playing better. But it, sometimes when you're young and you got you only got suit up 17 kids and mix injuries in there, it's hard to get cohesive. But I think we're finally starting to find where everybody needs to be. Unfortunately, it's towards the end of the year. Well, as you take a look at Pleasanton, what do you see from the Bulldogs? I see uh, a younger, hungry, physical football team. And if we don't come to play, they're going to whip us. Um, But, you know, comparing the two of us, it should be a great game. Obviously, seeing that SEM has been able to throw the ball, is that a concern uh, that Pleasanton saw that and might want to chuck it up a little bit more, especially since you might be able to out-physical them a little bit? Absolutely. You know, that's the first thing we talked about as a coaching staff. They're, they're going to see some things that happened to us against Sumner, and they're going to try to make the same thing happen. Uh, so we've made some adjustments, and hopefully the kids respond. Another minute here with Kurt Kulhanek, the head football coach at Ansley Litchfield. Uh, the the Pleasanton guys talk about how big of a rivalry this is. With you being a first-year head coach, do you also get the sense that this is a big rivalry game? Yeah, you know, I think so. I don't know. Litchfield and Pleasanton always has been a rivalry, of course. And, you know, Ansley never played them on a year-to-year basis in football. But, yeah, I, I pick up on it and uh, – it's going to be a competitive game tomorrow night. And you talked about the numbers being way down, but uh, the season will end at some point for this senior class. Uh, we kind of ask all the coaches at this point of the year uh, just a, a thought on your senior class, especially when you're a first-year coach. Sometimes that's the most important senior class you ever have. Right. You know, it'll be an emotional deal because I've gotten so close with all those kids. It's And it is too bad you only get one year to work with them because I've known them all my life living there in Ansley, you know. So uh, it will be emotional, and I'm going to thank them for what they've done. But I'm going to ask them to go on one more little run here for me. Well, it should be a good one, and uh, we look forward to seeing the ball club uh, here tonight, Kurt. Uh, thanks for the time, and uh, best of luck. Thanks, Judith. Take care. That's Kurt Kohanek, head football coach at Ansley Litchfield. We'll be back with the starting lineups for this final game of the regular season right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filling. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, along with our producer engineer Ed Smith from Ansley Litchfield. We are in Litchfield tonight. The first couple of games uh, were played at Ansley, the last couple here at Litchfield. Talking a little more with some of the folks here, they believe even if Pleasanton wins the ball game tonight, they will make it into the playoffs. But obviously, they'll be one of the last couple teams into the playoffs so it all depends you want to make sure you take care of business as they set 25th in the points tonight in Pleasanton 
sets 33rd, so they definitely need the win here this evening. If you would like to be a part of the Amherst and Cambridge ball game, that is currently airing on ESPN 1460 and 1550. We'll also keep you up to date tonight on Thursday Night Football. The Packers hosting the Bears and Game 5 of the National League Championship Series comes in Dodgers gets underway just after 7 o'clock. We've got a full Friday night of high school football. Of course, it all starts with the state cross-country meet tomorrow. First race is at 12 noon. The final race is uh, 3.30 tomorrow, and we'll have updates on all of the state cross-country meet tomorrow from the Kearney Country Club here on Classic Hits. Our Friday night games here on Classic Hits, so we will be at Kennesaw for a district championship matchup as the Blue Devils will take on Heartland and their outstanding a running back at Austin Stewart. Also tomorrow, Carney Catholic will host Broken Bow on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Hastings St. Cecilia will be at Gibbon, and that is on the Breeze, 94.5. And for Hastings tomorrow night, they will be at home taking on Holdridge on 1230 KHS. Again, games are on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's go ahead and take a look at the starting lineups brought to you tonight by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the visitors from Pleasanton, the center is number 67, a six foot, 235 pound senior in Weston Dixon. The guards are number 77, a 5'11", 210-pound sophomore in Dylan Sievert. And number 98, 6'3", 235-pound sophomore in Caleb Riesland. The ends are number two, a six-foot, 180-pound junior in Hunter Pates. And number nine, six-three, 200-pound senior Ryan Bush. Bush actually is one of the top three rushers on the football team, so they will use him in a variety of different ways. In the backfield, number seven, six-foot, 160-pound freshman Eric Epley. The I-back, number 44, 5'9", 165-pound junior in Raleigh Rosiski. And the quarterback, number 22, 5'5", 125-pound sophomore Tyler Pulaski, of course, uh, just one of those outstanding young athletes, uh, outstanding at a young age. What he did last year at the state wrestling tournament started as a freshman for the football team as well. The head coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs is Ricky Westland, assisted by Rocky Hatch and Casey Loomis. They come in with a record tonight of three wins and four losses, and those three wins this season coming over the teams of Shelton, Axtell, and Central Valley, and their losses came to Giltner, Blue Hill, Twin Loop, and SEM. Of course, uh, Twin Loop 8-0, SEM by one point a couple of weeks ago, and Blue Hill 6-1. That was a 26-12 game, a one-score game, right down till the last few minutes of the contest. For Ansley Litchfield tonight, number 50 is a 6-foot, 250-pound junior, Mikey Harrop. The guards are number 65, 6-foot, 215-pound senior, Jose Ambriz. And number 99, 6'4", 290-pound senior in Macon Schaefer. The ends are number 2, 5'10", 142-pound sophomore Chris Pates. And number 9, 6'1", 145-pound sophomore Justin Bailey. Your running backs, the fullback number 23, 6'1", 197-pound junior Seth Rosiski. And the tailback number 40, 6'2", 215-pound senior Brady Rohde. He is the leading rusher on this team, and he's had to do a few different things this year because of injuries, but he's back to his tailback spot. And the quarterback of the Spartans is just a freshman, 6'150 pounder, number three, Jaden Jones. The head coach in his first year is Kurt Kolhanek, assisted by Pete Cunningham, Ken Blavet, and Brent Kratzer. They come in with a record of three and four on the year, and for the uh, Ansley Litchfield Trojans, they have picked up those three wins against uh, these teams. 
If I can get my sheet turned, that's the way it happens. Uh, they have beaten Anselmo Myrna and Stapleton, started 2-0 and off the season, then had a six-point loss to Loomis, who is still undefeated. They lost to Sandhill Stedford, beat Central Valley, and in the last two games lost to undefeated Twin Loop and by a touchdown to SEM last week when uh, they were up 20 to nothing, and Jason Line threw six touchdown passes in that ball game, and SEM came back to win it. 43-36. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Back with more from Ansley Litchfield. Litchfield is our site tonight as they take on Pleasanton right after this timeout. Zimatic Center Pivots provide farmers worldwide with the best quality, highest performance irrigation systems. Year after year, these systems have proven themselves in varying types of terrain, cropping situations, and irrigation requirements. This is because of dedication to service and unique design. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation, your Zimatic dealer. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Well, one of the best things that you can talk about when it comes to our injury report is when there are no injuries. Both teams had been banged up a little bit throughout the year, but uh, not tonight. And our injury report is brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Uh, Ansley Litchfield has been banged up, but uh, Coach Kalhanek says they are ready to go this evening. They are getting ready to introduce the starting lineups here at Litchfield. We're about ready for football action tonight here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Field looks really good here tonight. Uh, the weather probably won't be a problem, although it will be about as cool at kickoff probably as these teams have played in here uh, so far this year. We're talking with the referees, the uh, refing crew, the officiating crew before the ball game, talking about how fortunate we had been uh, throughout the year for these uh, football games, whether they are on Thursday or uh, Friday night. Again, uh, tomorrow, state cross-country meet gets underway at noon, and then we've got reports for you uh, throughout the day, and uh, we hope you can stay with us for that. And if you've got folks that aren't right here in the listening area on Classic Hits 98.9, you can always pick us up on the World Wide Web. Our Internet streaming at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. The National Anthem just a few moments away, and then we'll be ready for high school football here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is KKPR-FM, Kearney, Pleasanton, Litchfield, and Doug Duda with you uh, waiting for the uh, pregame ceremonies to wrap up here, and we'll get into some football. But as you heard when we were giving you the lineups, Ansley Litchfield, much bigger line up front than what Pleasanton's able to put out there. Now, Weston Dixon and Caleb Richardson and Dylan Siever are all listed at more than 200, but you've got 215, 250, 290. You've got Rody as a fullback going at 215 pounds as well. So we'll see how it all plays out tonight. These teams want to run the football. Uh, Pleasanton can throw it a little bit. We know from just a few years ago that Coach Westland and the crew Love to uh, chuck it up in the air and get a lot of things done that way. And uh, Pulaski can definitely do that, but they've got to protect him. That's the key today. Can they protect up front? Uh, How much 
will they bring and how much will the actual rivalry play into tonight uh, this can get uh, old school 60s 70s type of football uh, Litchfield and Pleasanton of course have battled for a number of years and Ansley has been brought into the fray as well so let's hope that you don't see a lot of extracurricular activities or personal foul flags because it's a huge game when it comes to getting into the playoffs and you don't want to make a mistake that could cost your team yardage and possibly the victory here tonight. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. It's Pleasanton and Ansley Litchfield and we'll kick it off in a few moments here on Classic Hits. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Zimatic Center Pivots provide farmers worldwide with the best quality, highest performance irrigation systems. Year after year, these systems have proven themselves in varying types of terrain, cropping situations, and irrigation requirements. This is because of dedication to service and unique design. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation, your Zimatic dealer. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Well, Ansley Litchfield won the toss here today. They want the football. They want to come out and establish their dominance right here to start this football game. So uh, Pleasanton will boot it away. They're wearing their traveling white uniforms with the uh, red trim here tonight. And for Ansley Litchfield, those are black and gold, baby. You do not have a problem knowing that they're coming out with that tough-looking uniform for the Spartans here. And uh, they will move from right to left as you view it along your radio dial. Putting the ball on the tee for Pleasanton will be Ryan Bush. And back deep for the Spartans going to be uh, Chris Pates and uh, John Zimmer, it appears, on the far hash. As we wait for the whistle to get tonight's high school football game underway. And there it is. We're ready for the final game of the regular season and the boot is away, a little line drive kick that will scoot along the sidelines, picked up at the 7-yard line, and down the left side will be Pates to the 10, 15-20, makes a man miss, working his way towards the 30, where he'll be gang-tackled at the 31-yard line, and that's where this football game will start, first and 10 at the 31 of Ansley Litchfield. 
We'll probably be able to tell right away in this game up front if one team can kind of dominate the other. I would not expect anything fancy from Ansley Litchfield. Now, may they come out and throw it on the first play of the game? They could with freshman quarterback Jaden Jones. We wouldn't be expecting it, but basically all eight men in the box here for Pleasanton. Out of the eye formation, Rody starts left, comes up the middle, doesn't get much. Maybe a half a yard as he's good and gang tackled there by the Pleasanton line coming in to help after that as Pulowski and Travis Tolls be getting down low is Weston Dixon. We're going to say it is a gain of one for Brady Rohde. Second down and nine. On a beautiful night here for football. They'll split the backs this time. This time they'll give it off on the right side to Rosiski, and Rosiski's going to pound his way forward for a couple to the 34-yard line. But it's going to be third down and long here for Ansley Litchfield on the opening possession of this football game at their own 34-yard line. Don't have to worry about getting blown away by the public address system here. Just enough for the fans to hear as they'll split the backs. The freshman, Jaden Jones, fakes the handoff back to pass, looks for his end, who's covered. Now he has to scramble. He's got nowhere to throw. He's going to have to run, and he is upended by Keaton Reese as he stretches across the 35-yard line. They give a pretty good spot, actually, up to the 37, but he's well short of the first down. A gain of three. He wanted to dump it off to Justin Bailey, but Bailey was well covered, and that brings up a punting situation here for the Spartans. Fourth down. They needed to get into Pleasanton territory, and they are going to be four yards short. And standing back there to boot it away is Jose Ambriz. Number 65 waits to boot it away. Back deep is Eric Epley for Pleasanton. Snap is good. Just a little rush up the middle. It's a fake, and he slips. Ambriz slipped. He went to the right. Right there for him was Tyler Pulaski. He made him cut back. And that's one of the things on a day like this, when that sun goes down, it will get a little dewy out here, or a little damp. And going forward on the fake punt didn't work on the opening series here. A loss of three, and Pleasanton will take over after the fake punt at the 34-yard line of Ansley Litchfield. First down and 10. They're going to go with a single wing tee to the right side. That's where Eric Epley is. And the quarterback, Pulaski, is going to keep it, call his own number around the right side, down to the 25, the 20, and then he's going to be popped out of bounds inside the 20-yard line for a first down. First down and 10 here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Looks like they'll mark him out at about the 11, a gain of 23 for the speedy Tyler Pulaski on the first carry of the ball game. A minute in, and Pleasanton is knocking on the door here on their opening possession. This time they'll put Epley on the left side. Pulaski comes right up under center, and right behind him is Riley Rosiski. He's only about a yard behind him in this tight formation. They'll send a man in motion, and on the option, Pulaski keeps it again around the right end. Inside the five, stretches for the pylon. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Tyler Pulaski just got around that right end and did a lot of it on his own. And the touchdown from 11 yards out took just two plays here on back-to-back carries from Tyler Pulaski. Make it 6-0 just two minutes into this football game. Ansley Litchfield always goes for two. Pleasanton lines up to go for two as well. Same formation with Bush at the left wing back. Pulaski wanted to hand it to his right. Nobody's there. Can they wrap him up? Yes, they do. Rody's able to throw him down. Looked like they had a busted play there. Wanted to go 
fake right, and the running back went to the left. So the two-point conversion is no good, but our first five-points bank touchdown of the night is an 11-yard run from Tyler Pulaski. 9.59 to go here in the first quarter, 6-0 Pleasanton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work. So trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Pleasanton boots it away. It'll be taken at the three-yard line. Up the left side is Chris Pates. Breaks a tackle at the 20, 25. Now gets down the sideline, 30. And an ankle tackle made there by Kessler Dixon, the freshman, at the 34-yard line to save what could have been a kickoff return for touchdown. He was about the last man that could get over there. So both kick returns have been good here for the Spartans, but they find themselves down early by a score of 6 to nothing. First down and 10 for the Spartans, they'll line up in the I formation with Rosiski the fullback, and Rody the I back. Pitch play right side, Rody follows his block, gets to the 35, spins over a man out to the 37-yard line, and Riley Rosiski in on the tackle. Good pickup block there by the fullback, Seth Rosiski, on that run play, or he would have been smoked three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Instead, it's a gain of five, and it'll be second down and five. Trojans have been used to getting off to a couple of good starts, and then at the beginning of the year, like opening night, they had a big deficit before rallying for the win. Jones checks him, double tight end. It's a quarterback keeper around the right end, looks for somewhere to go, leaps into the air over a defender and falls near midfield. He was trying to jump over Ryan Bush. They will mark him down just short of the midfield stripe, and he barely picked up anything on that. We'll give him a one-yard gain for the quarterback, Jaden Jones. That'll bring up third down. We'll call it a long four here on the second possession of the ball game for the Spartans. Went three and out the first time and then tried a fake punt that didn't work. The center, Mikey Harrop, sets him down. Third and four and a half. Fake the handoff. Here comes the blitz, and Jones is going to be sacked. Coming through untouched is Riley Rosiski to get to Jaden Jones and drop him back at the 33-yard line. A loss of six on the play and the first sack of the evening. So Pleasanton has come out looking to do some damage early on, and they have done it, and that sets up a punting situation on fourth down and 11 yards to go here. And Amber is back there. Now you have to assume he will boot it away. Waiting to return it is Eric Epley. Snap, a little high. Here comes pressure up the middle, but he does a great job to get it away. Catching it on the run at the 13-yard line. Epley and a good open field tackle by Chris Pates as he gets to the 23-yard line. And a kick that time of about 30 yards is what it will go down as, a return of about six. That was a great job by Ansley Litchfield punter Jose 
Ambrose because the pressure was right up the middle, and he rotated his body and kicked it to the right. It ended up being a line drive kick, but he got it out of there. And we may have a penalty flag. I don't see anything on the field, but the officials are discussing something. And there's the flag, illegal block in the back. The flag was laying right in amongst them against Pleasanton. The ball is spotted at the 24. The flag is laying at the 27. And, of course, that's an easy one. No matter what happens here, it means move Pleasanton back. So the first penalty of the ball game will be on the Bulldogs. Should back him up half the distance to the goal. And they'll mark the ball at the 14. I guess not. It'll just be a 10-yard penalty from where they walked it off. So at the 14-yard line, Pleasanton leading at 6-0. Eight minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. Bulldogs with the football on the far hash near their bench. They'll go with the single wing. Eric Epley to the left side. Pulaski carried it the first two times, and he wants to carry it again. Starts left, then runs into his own man and bounces outside 25. He's to the 30-yard line, and he'll spin down there. Making the tackle is Jaden Jones. Rody finished him off at the 31. That's a gain of 17. And Pulaski, three carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown on the three offensive plays here for the Bulldogs. So Coach Ricky Westland and his staff have found something that they like here with the defensive splits for Ansley Litchfield, and they are exploiting it right now. That play was supposed to go left, and he did a good job of bouncing off his center, Weston Dixon, when he cut it back across the grain. Wing back to the right side this time. They want to run option trouble for Pulaski. He's going to have to scramble here, and there's a definite hold, and he might take it all the way. Pulaski dances into Ansley Litchfield territory at the 35, but the holding flag comes out here for Eric Epley. He was doing what he could to protect his quarterback and just tackled the Ansley Litchfield defender back at the 25-yard line, which negates a really nice open field run there by the quarterback, Pulaski. And the problem now is that flag is already five, six yards behind the line of scrimmage, and you mark it off from there. So it's going to be first and about 26 when they get done with this. Second penalty on this series for Pleasanton. They're up 6-0, 7.21 to go here in the first quarter of play. Playoff on the line. Pleasanton must win to get in. Ansley Litchfield may get in if they don't pull it out tonight, but they don't want to leave that to chance. Ball will be marked back at the 15-yard line. Need to make it into Ansley Litchfield territory. So first and 26 now for the Bulldogs. And as we said, Pulaski can throw it. So far, they've been able to move the ball on the ground. They take a little more time in the huddle. Let's see what Coach Westland dials up here. It will be Bush, or Epley, excuse me, on the left wing back. Put him in motion from left to right. Straight up the middle, quarterback sneak. Pulaski going to get what he can. He's going to be drugged down there by Hunter Shattuck as he crosses the 20-yard line to the 21. Going to pick up about six on the play, and that'll bring up second down and 20. So, again, Pulaski has carried it every time here for the Bulldogs, trying to run misdirection, keep people in motion, divert the eyes. You've got the big defensive lineman, Brady Rohde, playing left defensive end here. They try to stay away from him. Leads the team in just about every category. The eye back is Riley Rosiski. And back to pass, they want to throw second and 20. Over the middle, a little under throw, but it is caught at midfield. It is Ryan Bush down the left sideline, 35-30, and an ankle tackle by Chris Pates will bring him down 
First and 10 after the second and 20. It's going to be a gain all the way down to the 26-yard line. That's a gain of 33 through the air, and it looked like it was just a tad bit underthrown with the outstretched fingertips of the uh, Spartan defensive back. Couldn't quite scrape it away, and a nice job there by Ryan Bush to move it down the field. Midway through the first quarter, still 6-0. Pulaski takes it. Pitch play right side, Rosiski's first run. Follows his blocks, gets down the right sideline, 25 inside the 20, and he's down to about the 18-yard line, very close to the first down. And they are going to say, yeah, they gave him more than the 18. They give him all the way down to the 13-yard line. That's a gain of 11 on the play for Riley Rosiski. And they are moving the ball here in the first quarter for the Bulldogs. Ansley Litchfield needs something positive to happen here. Or they're going to be down two scores in no time. 6-0, Pleasanton on the move. First and 10 at the 13-yard line. They'll hand it Rosiski. Big hole off the left side. And just getting into that open field and bringing him down is going to be Seth Rosiski as he gets to about the 6. So an easy 5A, 6 yards, and then... Ankle tackled after a gain of seven. And it'll be second down and three for the Bulldogs at the Ansley Litchfield six-yard line. Six-nothing Pleasanton, and they're looking for more. Rosiski behind his quarterback, Pulaski. Epley, the left halfback. It's a quarterback sneak right up the middle. Pulaski is hit at the two, stretches at the one, into the end zone for his second touchdown of the night. And it's 12-nothing Pleasanton. Six yards straight up the middle for quarterback Tyler Pulaski. And Ansley Litchfield has not been able to find an answer up front where they are a little bit bigger, and Pleasanton is using their speed. They have found something up there on the line. However the line is lined up, they have found the gap, and they've used it every single time as they line up for two. Pulaski takes the snap, pitches it to Rosiski, heads to the right side, walks into the end zone. The two-point conversion, it's good. And it has looked almost like Pleasanton's an undefeated team when they come in at three and four. Five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Our second five points bank touchdown, a six-yard run by Tyler Pulaski. It's Pleasanton 14, Ansley Litchfield nothing. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Golden Harvest Hybrid and Purina feeds. Only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. 14-0 14-0 Pleasanton means business here in the first quarter. Ready to kick it off again. Ansley Litchfield's had two good returns. This is a high, deep kick, and it's going to sail into the end zone and not give Chris Pates an opportunity to return it this time. The first two times, he'd taken it inside his 10 and returned it across the 30-yard line. But uh, Hunter Pates put a little more oomph into that one. Tyler Pulowski. 
two rushing touchdowns. They were able to overcome two penalties on that drive, convert a second and 20 on a 30-yard pass. First down and 15, looking for their first first down of the ball game, and around the right side looking for running room, crossing the 15, but everything is tough here. 16-17 yard line is Rody, and that's about it. Maybe a gain of a yard on the play for Brady Rody. Well, our analysis at the beginning of the game where we thought maybe Ansley Litchfield would have the advantage up front so far has not played out that way. They'll give him a gain of two, second down and eight. Pitch play again around the left side. Good stick out here as they try to change things up in the backfield and bring in John Zimmer, and he is stuck out here on the edge. After a gain of one, it'll be third down and seven. So Zimmer, who's back there on kicks, in right here to try and maybe give him a little more speed in the backfield, get away from that physicality, but only able to pick up one. And it is third and long yet again. Third and seven. They'll snap it back and want to throw the freshman Jones. Has time, looks over the middle, got a man, Rody open. He makes the catch, and then the ball's popped free. It's a fumble, but it rolls out of bounds. It will be into Pleasanton territory. Hunter Pates made the stick, and that'll be a gain of 22 yards, and then the three-yard fumble forward will go for 25 in the first first down of the game for Ansley Litchfield. And a good job to hang in there by the freshman quarterback, Jaden Jones. The pressure was starting to come, and he went through his progressions, found the big man. Rody not only leads the team in rushing, but leads the team in receiving, has six touchdowns through the air. And for the first time, Ansley Litchfield is in Pleasanton territory. Offset this time, Rody handed it to him. He's hit on the right side, bounces to the left side, and he'll be wrapped up there after a short game by Keaton Reese at the 36-yard line. And it looks like one of the Bulldogs got stepped on, and they'll come out and take a look here at Hunter Pates. It just looks like somebody twisted his knee, stepped on his ankle. He's rubbing it pretty hard, and he's going to limp off the football field. All that running, Rody picked up. One yard on the play. He's got four carries for nine yards so far. So Pates will walk off the field here. Coming in defensively, there's Travis Tolls again. Tolls ran a couple of plays at wingback on the last offensive series. Pulaski will come out to try and guard Brady Rohde, who has split out wide to the right. Rosiski's in the backfield on second and nine. Spartans at the Pleasanton 36. They'll send Rody in motion. Pitch play to Rosiski around the right side, and he is upended behind the line of scrimmage, and that's Tolls to get in there. A loss of one. It'll be third down and ten. So right now, Ansley Litchfield trying to find what's going to work. Not much has for him. Pleasanton has been outstanding so far defensively. Bulldogs 14, Spartans nothing. Three minutes and counting to go here in the first quarter on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. A lot of other games tonight. We'll go to our Platte River Preps scoreboard. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can keep up to date on it. And we'd also love to get scores from the games you're at. Third down and 10. Rody split out wide to the right. Fake the handoff. Trying to set up a screen. Now they'll go deep to Rody and overshoot him. Just trying to get that same play. They got the 23 yards on last time. They overshoot Rody down at the 15-yard line. Well covered by Pulaski. Now you're in that part of the field where you decide... Do you go for it? If you're playing 11-man football and you're at the 36, 37-yard line, most of the time you probably go for it. But at the 80-yard field, you're only three yards into the Pleasanton territory, and they are going to bring in 
Jose Ambrose to punt. First time, tried to fake, didn't work. Second time, almost blocked, but he got it out of there. And waiting to return it is Eric Epley. Rolls to the right and kicks it a mile in the air, and they're going to have to let that bounce. And it bounces a little bit to the side and dies at the 10. It's a 27-yard punt, but no return. And I think Ansley Litchfield would take that every single time. That was a unique rugby kick. That baby was kicked above the lights here. The lights are not very tall, not very high here at Litchfield. And that baby sailed above the lights. And good decision there by Eric Epley to just get it out of there. You don't want to drop the ball in the red zone of the opponent. So for the second time, they'll start inside their 15. It hasn't stopped them. Two possessions, two touchdowns, mostly from Tyler Pulaski. Five carries, 63 yards, and he's got both of the touchdowns. Pleasanton doesn't have the right personnel out there, and so a timeout will be called. They were a man short. There was only seven guys out there. Part of that might have been because, remember, on the defensive side, Hunter Pates got rolled up, and nobody came out to take his place offensively. So our first timeout of the game brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 2.34 to go in the first quarter. Pleasanton 14, Ansley Litchfield nothing. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. And welcome back to Ansley Litchfield. I want to thank Athletic Director Jake Stoley and the crew here for their hospitality. Major League Baseball, the Cubs are on the board and looking for more. Cubs won, Dodgers nothing. Top of the first. And we'll keep you up to date on that. Coming up, they're about ready to kick off in Green Bay between the Packers and the Bears. Right here, it's 14-0 Pleasanton as they lead Ansley Litchfield. Pleasanton will have their third possession starting at their own 10-yard line. Pulaski going to drop back to pass then he's going to take the quarterback draw just sneaks through there gets across the 15 out to the 17 yard line before he's brought down by Hunter Shattuck the senior not a ton of seniors on either one of the ball clubs but that Pulaski is just hard to find right now and they are taking advantage of it 5-5-125 and it's hard to get a good lick on him and he can take a pretty good lick that's a gain of seven more. He's got 70 yards on the ground here in the first quarter alone, and he is the team's leading rusher from the quarterback position. Epley this time will be on the wingback left side. They'll pitch it to Rosiski. He'll follow his block. First out of more, 25, leaps a man at the 30, 35, 40. And he'll be brought down by Rody in Ansley Litchfield territory at the 33-yard line. That is a 30-yard carry for Riley Rosiski and another first down for Pleasanton. They're making it look easy here in the first quarter. And the Trojans are going to have to make a pretty big comeback. They need something to happen. They need a good tackle. They need a pop. The last series, they got a couple penalties, and it didn't matter. First and 10 at the 33-yard line of the Trojans. They'll put five men on the line. Option right side. Pulaski decides to keep it. That was the wrong decision, as they do get him behind the line of scrimmage. Both Rody and Ambris there. That was the first time that we'd really seen the ball stick in Rosiski's belly for a long, long time. Pulaski pulled it out really late and just got back to the line of scrimmage. 14-0 Pleasanton, a minute 15 to go here. And what's been a pretty 
quick-moving first quarter. We kind of expect both of our radio games tonight to go pretty quickly with all the running that we'll see. Again, Amherst-Cambridge is on ESPN. 14-60, Pulaski sets him down. Second down and 10. Pitch play, Rosiski. Left side, comes inside the block, gets to the 30, and then they'll stand him up at about the 29-yard line, actually take his feet out from under him as they stuck him there. Rody was able to just drop him down after a gain of four on the play, and it'll be third down and six. So already 122 yards rushing, 33 yards passing here for Pleasanton. Ansley Litchfield unofficially with six yards rushing and 25 on the one completed pass. Inside 30 seconds to go. Could be the final play, and they're going to spread the field for the first time. They'll put Epley right, Pates left, out of the shotgun, Pulaski on third and six. And he's just going to run it himself right up the middle. He'll be hit at the 25-yard line and driven backwards short of the first down. Rody hit him, and then in on the tackle once again was Shattuck and some help from Ethan Samuelson. It's going to be a gain of four for Pulaski, and it'll be fourth down and two, and that'll be the final play of the first quarter. So Coach Westland and his staff will get to talk over this fourth down without burning a timeout. But it's all Pleasanton here in the first quarter. They need a win to make the playoffs. It's the Bulldogs 14, Ansley Litchfield nothing on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geoheat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Welcome back to high school football. Doug Duda with you here on this final Thursday of the regular season. Pleasanton has a fourth and two to start this fourth second quarter at the 25-yard line. They line up to go for it. Pulaski wants to run to the right. He hands it off. Rosiski's got the first out and more inside the 20 to the 15, and it'll be brought down at the 13-yard line. Got everything they needed a little bit more. A gain of 12 on the play for Riley Rosiski and another Pleasanton first down. That would be their eighth unofficially of this football game. Rosiski now 65 yards on five carries. Pulaski has run it eight times for 74 yards and both touchdowns. 14-0 in favor of Pleasanton. And they're knocking on the door again. First and 10 at the 13. Quarterback Pulaski wants to keep it, and he is going to be roughly thrown to the ground there. They came right up over the center, and the tackle is made by Ethan Samuelson right on top of the play. That quarterback sneak was not going to work that time. A loss on the play of three back to the 16. And that is the first time that there has been a negative play offensively here in the contest for Pleasanton. Second down, 13 at the 16, leading it 14 to nothing. Be huge if Ansley Litchfield can come away with a stop here. The wingback Epley is lined up on the left side this time. 
Pulaski, pitch play, Rosiski wants to go left, finds a little seam, gets inside the 10, and he'll be thrown forward to about the 7, maybe the 6. In there on the tackle is Seth Rosiski, among others. There's Keaton Moore, a freshman. Tell you one thing, you're going to see a lot of the same names two years down the road, maybe three for some of these. That's going to be a gain of nine on the play. It'll be third down and four for the first down, and they need seven for the touchdown. Epley on the right wing this time. Starts in motion, and it'll be Pulaski handing it to Rosicki. He's got a little seam off the right tackle. Gets inside the five, and the late signal says touchdown. It's such a quick hitter. Rody got on his back, but just rode him into the end zone. And a seven-yard touchdown run for Riley Rosicki. And it is 20 to nothing in favor of Pleasanton with 10-20 to go here in the first quarter or first half of play. So far, Pleasanton is one of two on their two-point conversions. First one kind of blew up. Second one was an easy run in there for Rosiski. And again, that's a 70-yard drive. Started at their own 10-yard line and able to take it the distance. They'll spread the field here for the two-point conversion. Terry Stevens split out wide left. And Pleasanton's going to burn a timeout on a conversion. So even though they are up 20 to nothing, Coach Westland wants it to be correct here. And so he'll take the team's second timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out why Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. As we await the two-point conversion, it's Pleasanton 20, Ansley Litchfield nothing. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value long. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Ready to go for the two-point conversion now. Pulaski in the shotgun. Rolls right, still rolling. Now he decides to run, lowers his shoulder, gets under the tackle attempt and in for the two-point conversion. And Tyler Pulaski will make it 22 to nothing on the two-point conversion run. So he's got two touchdowns, and now he's got the two-point conversion run. Our latest five-points bank touchdown is a seven-yard run by Riley Rosiski, and with 10.20 to go, first half, it's Pleasanton 22, Ansley Litchfield nothing. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the Barbecue Trio every Friday night. And Saturday night is the Brisket Special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Aurora Cooperative is setting a new pace for agriculture by creating a soybean premium program. To qualify, producers must use an aerial application of fungicide plus insecticide and deliver the soybeans to an Aurora Cooperative grain location. Aurora Cooperative's Real Farm Research confirms up to a six bushel per acre yield increase. Plus, now you can get the added soy premium bonus 
on top of the extra bushels. Contact your local agronomy representative for details. Your farm, your cooperative, your future. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. The kick is away and will be taken at the one-yard line with room to run up to the 10, the 15, right side 20. It's John Zimmer. But right there, he's brought down at about the 21-yard line by the freshman, Kessler Dixon again. And Ansley Litchfield takes over, and they need to get something going. One first down so far in the football game, and they trail 22 to nothing. Got it into Ansley, or Ansley Litchfield got it into Pleasanton territory, but couldn't do anything with it. And they find themselves down three scores early. Now, they came from a big deficit on opening night. And they're going to spread the field a little bit here for quarterback Jaden Jones in the shotgun, looking for Rody now under pressure, and he's going to be thrown down at the 10-yard line by Rosiski. Riley got back there and dropped them. Jones was waiting for his man to come free and never did. And a loss of five on the play. The second sack of the contest for the defense of Pleasanton. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Score updates, stats, and more. We'll set you up for tomorrow. Back to the I formation. Rody toss sweep left side. Tries to get outside. This time does. He'll get himself to the 20-yard line, and that's the biggest run so far of the ball game for the Spartans. And that's a gain of 10. If they mark it at the 20, they may say he stepped out at the 19. That's what they're going to say. But a gain of nine for Rody, who had four carries for nine yards in the first quarter. It's still third and long, though. Third and about 11. And back to pass, looking Jones. He'll dump it out here in the right flat. It's complete. Down the right sideline is Pates, and Pates is going to be brought down short of the first down at the 29-yard line. Tolls and Pulaski are there. Need to recheck our math. That sack, by the way, was a 10-yard sack, not a 5-yard sack. And that completed pass there is going to go for 10, but it is fourth and one. And now Ansley Litchfield... Maybe going for it in their own territory. This could be our moment of the game early in the second quarter. They are lining up to go for it. Strong left side, fourth and one at their 29. They hand it off, and Rosiski's going to get the first down. He'll fact keep those legs turning till he got to the 35. That's a gain of six. That's good hard running by the junior, Seth Rosiski, and the second first down of the ball game for Ansley Litchfield. The Trojans, or excuse me, the uh, Spartans really needed that one. Of course, Litchfield was the Trojans, Ansley the Warriors. First down and 10 at their own 35-yard line. 8.40 to go in the first half, 22-0 Pleasanton. Jones, bootleg right side, throws it out here, and his wide receiver slips down, Chris Pates. And it will fall incomplete, and they had pulled Mikey Harrop out here to cover. Jones didn't have a lot of time to think about it. Breathing down his neck was Dylan Sievert coming off that defensive line here. And that will actually be the first second incompleted pass of the ball game here for Ansley Litchfield. They were one of two in the first and now one of two here in the second. And they'll run it around the left end, but not much there across the line of scrimmage to about the 38-yard line. And that'll bring up third down and seven. Taking a look at the Scoreboard here. Again, the Cubs lead 1-0 over the Dodgers in the bottom of the first. The NFL game, four minutes underway, scoreless between the Packers and the Bears. 
Millard West in A leads Lincoln High 21-14 in the second quarter. Central Catholic and Boone Central Newman Grove tied at 7. Out of the I formation, third and seven, Ansley Litchfield. Fake it left, go right. Right up the middle is Rohde, and he's going to be upended by Rosiski once he gets into Pleasanton territory at the 38-yard line. It's going to be a gain of four, but they're going to need three more. Fourth down and a long two. The ball spotted between the Pleasanton 37 and 38-yard line. They need to get to the 35. Other scores, it's Gothenburg 14, Minden nothing in the first quarter. Cambridge has jumped out on Amherst 14-6. Second quarter on ESPN 14-60-15-50. Hansley Litchfield goes for it on fourth down again. Handed off, Rody left side. He's hit. He is going to be close. Looks like he's got it. Just across the 35-yard line off the bottom of the pile is Keaton Reese for Pleasanton, but they're running a little stronger with a little more purpose right now. That's the second fourth down converted on this series. Rody gets this one after Rozeski got the first one, and it is first down at the Pleasanton 35-yard line, down 22 nothing. Back to the eye. Again, Rody. he hits a man and rolls right over Pulaski. Oh, my goodness, does he run hard. Down to the 29-yard line. That's a pop of about five and a half, maybe six more for Brady Rody. And I'll tell you what, Brady Rody, 6'2", 215, Pulaski, 5'5", 125. Rody lowered his head. Their shoulder pads met. That has to sting the young safety slash quarterback for Pleasanton. Second and four at the 29-yard line of the Bulldogs. They just keep pounding at this time. Rosiski off the left side, not going to get a whole lot. They were able to stand him up and finish him off for a minimal gain of one. So it'll be third down and three. Keeping it on the ground, trying to march into that end zone. Ansley Litchfield took the ball to start the game, but we're three and out, and Pleasanton's had three possessions and three touchdowns. Two from their quarterback, in Tyler Pulaski, the last one from Riley Rozeski. Lone setback with Rody split out wide to the right. They give it to Rozeski between the left guard and left end, and he's going to slither his way to the 25-yard line. That's a gain of three, but they're going to have to convert fourth again. It'll be fourth down and one with 5.50 to go. The Ansley Litchfield fans try to root their team on here as they've got to convert another fourth down. Ball squarely spotted at the 25-yard line out of the I formation. Jones takes the snap, quarterback sneak, and he'll easily get this one. In fact, he almost broke free. Rosiski ankles him and brings him down after a gain of three on the quarterback sneak for Jaden Jones. So three, third down, three first downs on this drive, all converted on fourth down. It's hard to get a 15-play drive on an eight-man field, but it might happen here for Ansley Litchfield. They want it to happen at least, at least get into the end zone, get some offense going. 22-0 Pleasanton, 5.15 to go, first half, but on the move. And they will go back to pass, rolling right, looking for Chris Pates. They'll throw it underneath instead. Drag route, Rody from his tight end position makes the catch. It'll be brought down at the 15-yard line, a gain of seven on the play. It'll be second down and three. So they finally... We're able to get it to Rody out of that end position. They had put Pate split out wide right and made Pleasanton respect Rosiski in the backfield. An officially marked eight-yard gain here at about the yeah about the 14, 13-yard line. Second down and two 
Back to the I formation, marching the ball down the field. They'll give it on the counter right side to Rody. Rody's upended and has enough for the first down if he's inside the 12, which he is. And a first down without using four downs this time. Three more for Brady Rody. Fifth first down of the game for Ansley Litchfield, and they are putting together a drive right here. By keeping it on the ground, they have a couple of completed passes. And it's first and 10 at the 11. Back to the I formation with the fullback, Rosiski leading the block here for Rody. Starts to go to the outside, now cuts it back up on the hash, gets inside the 10 to about the 8, maybe even the 7. A gain of 4 on the play. It'll be second down and 6 for Ansley Litchfield. And the clock just continues to run. A quick first half here as we're inside 4 minutes. Second down and 6 at the 7. They'll split the backs this time, put Rody out to the right. Doesn't take long to snap it, and we're going to get a penalty flag. That's our first five-yard penalty of the ball game. It's going to be motion here on Ansley Litchfield. They were trying to get up to the ball, keep it moving, keep it flowing. They've been really good about that. And that's the first penalty of the ball game on the Trojans. There were two penalties in the first quarter on Pleasanton for 20 yards. Cambridge has just scored again to take a 20-6 lead over Amherst. Overton leads Ravenna 14 to nothing. It is brooding Davenport Shickley leading Lawrence Nelson in that top five battle, 16-0 in the second quarter, and Selma over Maxwell, 12-0. Here it is, second down, trying to get in the end zone, looking to throw Jones, has all day, now throws over the middle, and there's Rody, and he's able to call it in for the touchdown. Great job there by the offensive line to give Jaden Jones time to fire. And finally, Rody came free in the back of the end zone. And the Trojans are on the board with 3.26. Spartans are on the board. I'm going to keep saying that. The Spartans are on the board with 3.26 remaining here in the first half of play. An 11-yard pass as they line up to go for two. And the draw play up the middle is no good. And so the score with 3.26 to go here in the second quarter. Pleasanton 22, Ansley Litchfield 6, but the Spartans get the five points bank touchdown on an 11-yard pass from Jaden Jones to Brady Rohde. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. And Ansley Litchfield now ready to kick it off after the touchdown. Jose Ambriz for the first time will boot it away. It's high, but it's returnable. Waiting for it at the three, dropping it, but picking it right back up as Rosinski has some room. Up to the 15, the 20, bounces off a man, and Rody meets him at the 25-yard line and will drop him there. So first down and 10, Bulldogs at their own 25. Pleasanton leads it 22-6 with 3.19 to go here in the first half of play. 
after the 11-yard touchdown pass from Jones to uh, Brady Rohde. They get Ansley Litchfield on the board and back into this ball game. Now can they come up with a defensive stop? That was a long, drawn-out drive, 65 yards. That started at their own 15, and then they had a loss on the first play, or started at their own 20, as they'll pitch it out left side, nowhere to go, bouncing off a man, and dropped is going to be the tailback, Rosiski. Got a yard, fell forward across the 25 to the 26-yard line. 82 yards so far here. On the ground for Riley and the touchdown. A little more time coming up to the line of scrimmage. Want to use some time, but also want to get in that end zone, and we are going to have a penalty flag, and this time some motion going to be called on Pleasanton. So their first motion penalty of the ball game will back them up, make it second down and 14. This is KKPR-FM, Carney, Ansley, Pleasanton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Arapahoe leading Eustis Farnham 20-14 to 14 in the second quarter. Pleasanton with one timeout remaining, 2.30 and counting here in the first half, up 22-6. Faces second and 14 at their own 21. They'll spread it out. Pulaski in the shotgun takes the snap. He wants to run it himself around the left side, gets a little seam, 30-35. He's got to the 38. He's got the first down before he's finally upended by Rohde and Zimmer. And you could just see the coaches on the sidelines smack their play paper in their hand and going, man, how do we stop this guy? That's what we knew was going to happen. And a 16-yard gain for Tyler Pulaski and the 10th first down unofficially of this first half for Pleasanton. And on the march again, looking for more here. They lead it by 16. 22 to 6. They'll hand it Rosiski off the right side of the ball, stripped and fumbled and it might be a scoop and score, but it is brought down the turnover, John Zimmer picks it up. The touchdown-saving tackle by Eric Epley, and it'll be Ansley Litchfield ball inside the 30-yard line, the first turnover of the game. And this could really turn things around here if they can pop it in before halftime. The ball will be at the Pleasanton 28-yard line as Rzyski was hit at the line of scrimmage and lost the football. John Zimmer with the fumble recovery. And Ansley Litchfield could cut into this lead with 1.54 to go. He'll be off to Rohde on the right side. He'll break a tackle, get into the secondary. He'll work his way down to about the 20-yard line. Short of the first down, but a good hard run again by Rohde. Brady is going to pick up eight, seven and a half. We'll give him eight. It'll be second down and two. Ansley Litchfield has all their timeouts. Second down, we'll call it a long two at the Pleasanton 20. Out of the eye formation, Jones back to Rohde, and he tripped over his own man and then got stood up. Looks like he's going to be well short of the first down, and the Spartans are going to use a timeout. Timeout here called by Ansley Litchfield after a gain of about a yard. It'll bring up second down. And instead of two and a half, it'll be one and a half there on the gain from Rody. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 118 to go in the first half. Pleasanton 22, Ansley Litchfield 6, but the Spartans on the move inside the 20 when we return. 
The folks at Buzz's Marine want to stress the importance of weatherizing your boat. Let Buzz's first-class service technicians work on your boat now so you don't have to worry about it in the spring. A little preventative maintenance will save you time, money, and a huge headache in the spring. So go to buzzesmarine.com and see what tailored winterization package will work best for your boat. Then call Buzz's Marine at 308-234-4576 to set up an appointment. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Cardi. Back here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Again, I want to say a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics. Tomorrow night, more high school football, but right here it's 22-6. to 6, Pleasant in a minute, 18 to go before half. Third and a long one for Ansley Litchfield at the 19 of the Bulldogs. Quarterback sneak right up the middle, and it's a first down for Jaden Jones following his center. Mikey Harrop easily gets that. They're going to give him about three, maybe four yards. They're going to spot it right on the 15-yard line. So a gain of four on the quarterback sneak. And another first down. This all started on the fumble recovery from John Zimmer. First and 10 at the 15. Back to pass. Jones trying to set up a screen. Now fires it to Rody. Makes the catch inside the five into the end zone. Touchdown. They love finding Rody, and he hauls in another one. And just like that, the Spartans are back in the ball game as they get ready for a two-point conversion. Very important here to make it an eight-point game with 58 seconds to go before halftime. So we'll rack that up as the second touchdown pass of the contest. Both of them from Jones to Rowdy as they drug him from the right end to the left, and he hauled it in. Two-point conversion. They'll pitch it to Rody right side. He's got all kinds of traffic. He stretches, and they gave it to him. Woo, boy. He's laying on the ground, and Coach Ricky Westland is coming all the way out on the field. He doesn't like that at all, that that two-point conversion should have been no good, but he did stretch, and it's hard to tell. He's saying his knee had to be down, but the two-point conversion is good. And with 58 seconds to go here in the first half, it is Pleasanton 22, Ansley Litchfield 14. Our five-point bank touchdown is a 15-yard touchdown pass from Jaden Jones to Brady Rohde. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Just when it looked like Pleasanton might run away and hide here by halftime, the Spartans of Ansley Litchfield have made it a football game. 58 seconds to go here in the second quarter, 22-14, converting the first turnover of the game into eight points. And the ball's teed up here by Jose Ambriz. Last time Pleasanton was able to return it. This time it's pounded, and it will not be returnable as it sails well over the head of Eric Epley and into the end zone. Now let's see what Coach Ricky Westland wants to do. Remember, Pleasanton will get the ball to start the third quarter of play. They were up 22 to nothing. Now it's 22 to 14. They have just the one first down. And of course, Pulaski and gang have got a lot of big plays on the ground, so maybe you try a couple of quick rushing plays, see where you can get. If you don't get a first down, then... Get out of here and get to halftime. If you're able to 
maybe get a couple of nice runs and get out to midfield, then you can hustle it up a little bit. We'll see what the play call is. No different look on the line. They'll line up in the double tight end with the wing. And it'll be Pulaski. Gives it to Rosiski. Has room up the right side. First down and more. 25-30. Still on his feet. And he's shoved out of bounds at the 31-yard line. Maybe the 32. It's going to be a gain of 17. Just short of 100 yards here in the first half for Pleasanton's Riley Rosiski. He and Tyler Pulaski both close to that 100-yard mark. 51 seconds to go here. And the ball moved all the way out to the 32-yard line, first and 10. Now they will spread it out. It is Terry Stevens to the left side. Out of the shotgun, Pulaski, Rosiski back there to block. They hand it to him. Up the middle, he is tripped up, stays on his feet, gets to the 40, and down the sidelines he goes. 35-30 and brought down at the 25-yard line. That man must have been doing some dance moves in gym class because that was a heck of a run. He's able to pick up 23 more yards. And that gives him 122. He was upended. Now trying to spike the ball here. They get to the shotgun. They will be able to run a play. Now Pleasanton looking for the sideline for the play. They're just going to hand it off to Rosiski. And this one is going to go for minimal yardage to about the 22. And Pleasanton's going to use their final timeout right here. A little confusion. The team actually was lined up and could have ran the play. They may not have had the play given to them, though. And it'll be a gain of three for Riley. What a great job they have done here on the last couple of plays. That last run by Rosiski, he was literally on one foot for about five yards. Just hop, hop, hop and got the other foot down after they tried to ankle tackle him and took it up the field for a gain of 23 yards. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. It is second down and seven Pleasanton at the Ansley Litchfield 22-yard line with 30 seconds to go here before halftime. And the score is 22-14 to 14 Pleasanton. And that is the final timeout here for the Bulldogs in the first half of play. Taking a look at some other scores, Cambridge 20, Amherst 13 on ESPN 1460 and 1550. At the half, Alma leads Southwest 24-6 as we're back to action here. Second and seven at the 22 out of the shotgun. Man wide left and right. That's Stevens to the left. Looking to the right, Pulaski over the middle for the tight end and overshoots Ryan Bush, who had a little bit of room to catch that one, being chased down by Chris Pates. And if my stats are right, that's only the second time Pulaski has put the ball up. He completed a 33-yarder in the first quarter, so he is one of two. And it'll bring up third down and seven. That play only took four seconds off the clock. Bush is 6'3", so he's got a frame on him that you can put it up there. They'll put Epley out wide to the right, Stevens to the left. Out of the shotgun, Pulaski. Fakes the handoff. Same play, the defender falls down, but the throw is over the head of Ryan Bush again. It's a little slick out there, and Bush was all by himself. But about the time the defender fell down, Pulaski was letting it go. Otherwise, he could have double pumped and thrown it underhand 15 yards down the field. Fourth down. So can Pleasanton get into the end zone and wipe off one of those touchdowns, or will Ansley Litchfield actually have maybe the momentum going into the second half? 21 seconds to go. Fourth and seven at the 22 of the tro- of the Spartans. And now we've got a penalty flag. And they are going to call motion on Pleasanton. 
That's the second motion penalty here of the quarter. They have four penalties for 30 yards, just one penalty on Ansley Litchfield for five yards. But that makes it even tougher to bring it home now. It'll be fourth down and 12 with the ball back at the 27-yard line. So 12 for a first down and 27 for a touchdown. They've got some room to work here if they do get the first down. Fourth down, Pulaski out of the shotgun. Fakes the handoff, now has room to run up the left side. 20, 15, 10, they shove him out of bounds, but it'll be first and goal by the speedy Pulaski at about the seven-yard line, a gain of 15 for Tyler, and he's over 100 yards here in the first half. They sent everybody deep. They brought pressure right up the middle, and once they didn't get him, it was open field. First and goal at the seven. Clock stopped with 13 seconds. Pulaski out of the shotgun. Gives it to Rosiski to run it. If he doesn't get in, they're not going to score. And they're not going to get in. They tackle him at the seven. There's no way they're going to get another playoff. And Ansley Litchfield's going to be able to hold him with one second. They don't get the playoff. They needed another two seconds on the clock. As a nice defensive tackle that time by the Spartans. Stopped the clock. Didn't let Rosiski get anything. And we are at halftime. And that could be one of the bigger moments of this football game. A special moment brought to you by the special people at Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. That is a key, key stop because it had been 22 to nothing. Ansley Litchfield finally got on the board. Pleasanton had scored on their first three possessions, then fumbled on the fourth. Ansley Litchfield was able to score again with just under a minute to go. Then a couple of big plays, converting another fourth down, and they get the ball down to the red zone. But without a timeout, they ran the ball around the left side, and it wasn't like he was close to getting out of bounds either. It was just a good, solid tackle, and that's how this first half will end. With the score, the Pleasanton Bulldogs 22 and the Ansley Litchfield Spartans 14. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
Welcome back to high school football here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. At the half, it is Pleasanton 22, Ansley Litchfield 14. And, of course, this game with all kinds of playoff implications. Uh, some of the folks believe that Ansley Litchfield, if they come out on the short end, still would get in. They're setting 25th in wildcard points right now. Pleasanton is 33rd. They take 32. Pleasanton has to win to get in tonight. Both teams 3-4. and four. And It just comes down to your opponents. A couple of Ansley Litchfield's opponents are uh, into the upper half of the win percentage, which gives them a few more bonus points. Let's go ahead and take a look at our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard here at halftime of the games that are going on on this Thursday night. In Class A, after a close start, Millard West has now rattled off three consecutive touchdowns. Millard West 42, Lincoln High 14. In Class C1, Boone Central Newman Grove at the half leads Grand Island Central Catholic 21-7. Also at the half, Lincoln Christian 45, Southern 21. In the second quarter, Gothenburg 21, Minden nothing, and Boystown over Douglas County West 7 nothing. That Boystown game is big for the uh, playoff points. Uh, I know that uh, Coach Rashawn Harvey from Kearney Catholic uh, talked about how that could affect a lot of who goes where, east, west, and, and points uh, during the playoffs. In C2, halftime, Battle Creek and Stanton are tied at 7-7. More games tonight in eight-man football in D1. Also at the half, it is Alma 24 and Southwest 6. Second quarter scores, Cambridge 26, Amherst 20. That game's on ESPN, 14-60 and 15-50. And again, uh, Amherst has to win to get into the playoffs. Cambridge may need to win. And again, they are in that uh, 26-27 spot uh, coming into tonight. Other second quarter scores, Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Elgin, 6-0 over Clearwater Orchard. It is Ravenna, 16, Overton, 14. West Holt leads Ainsworth, 20-0, and Tri-County leads Diller-Odell, 34-14 in the second quarter. Looking for an update on the Medicine Valley-Bertrand game? If you've got an update, give us a text or a call to our Platte River Preps hotline. It's 308 646 0506 646-0506. And in D2, besides our contest, these are all second quarter scores. Bruning Davenport Shickley leading Lawrence Nelson in a battle of unbeatens, 22 to nothing. O'Neill St. Mary's leads Osmond 16-14, and Selma Myrna on top of Maxwell, 12 to nothing. Arapahoe 28, Eustis Farnham 20, Paxton 14, Creek Valley nothing, and Fall City Sacred Heart leads Sterling. 28 to nothing. We're also looking for an update on the Shelton Blue Hill game. If you've got that, 646-0506. And uh, we had an early score on Wilcox Hildreth. They had the first touchdown to lead Deschler, 6 to nothing. Again, here at the half, it is Pleasanton 22, Ansley Litchfield 14, and we'll be back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Five Points Bank. 
We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Oh, we'll get a score that way. <laughs> we are back here. And a baseball update for you. Top of the third inning, Cubs won, Dodgers nothing. They now go to the bottom of the third. Both teams had chances to score in the first. Cubs did scratch one across. Cubs won, Dodgers nothing, bottom of the third. And then in the uh, Thursday night NFL game, it is the Packers three, the Bears nothing, 13 minutes to go in the second quarter. Uh, so that's what you've got there. Also, want to let you know that in uh, high school football tomorrow, we've got uh, plenty of games to bring your way, and uh, four of them, in fact, here on Classic Hits, 98-9. It's a game uh, a little bit similar to this uh, with playoff implications on the line from a district championship standpoint. Five and two Kennesaw will host six and one Heartland. Heartland uh, has an all-state running back in uh, Stewart, who's already rushed for over 2,000 yards in seven games for uh, the Heartland Huskies. And so that game tomorrow night in Kennesaw is at 7. Kearney Catholic will host Broken Bow on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Hastings and Holdridge will be on 1230 KHAS. And Hastings St. Cecilia will be at Gibbon on the breeze, 94.5. All those games tomorrow are set for 7 o'clock. Also tomorrow, it's the State High School Cross Country Meet at the Kearney Country Club. We'll be there uh, at 11 o'clock with the Doug and Daddy Show, and we will have updates uh, all day long. Uh, we'll start in the 10 o'clock hour with some previews here on Classic Hits and ESPN Radio and then take you through the races until our football kicks off and pregame is at 6.30. It starts tomorrow at 12 noon with the Class D girls and then uh, goes every half hour. It'll be D girls, B girls, D boys, B boys. Then the C girls go at 3, followed by the A girls, C boys, and A boys. Halftime update for you. It's Medicine Valley 12 and Bertrand nothing. Medicine Valley 12, Bertrand nothing. Uh, that was one of the scores we were looking for an update for, so we'll add that to our scoreboard as well. Again, here it's 22-14. to 14, Pleasanton leading Ansley Litchfield. We'll look at the first half numbers right after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's take a look now at uh, some of the numbers I have for you. These, of course, are unofficial, but 
It's what we do. Let's start with Ansley Litchfield as they trail in this football game. After Brady Rohde was held intact in the first quarter, he was able to get it going a little bit better in the uh, second quarter of play. He had four carries for nine yards in the first quarter, nine carries for 42 yards in the second quarter, so 13 carries, 51 yards for Brady Rohde. Seth Roseski has five carries for 11 yards. John Zimmer, one carry for one yard. The quarterback, Jaden Jones, six carries, negative five. He was sacked twice in the uh, first half of play, a six-yard loss and a 10-yard loss. Then on the fake punt, uh, Jose Ambrose was... He slipped down, uh, didn't get tackled. He slipped down as he tried to make a cut, lost three yards on that play. So overall, 26 rushing attempts for Ansley Litchfield here in the first half of play for 55 yards, so just a little over two yards per rush, but they put it together on that first touchdown drive uh, that went 60 yards mostly on the ground. Through the air for Jaden Jones, looks like he has put the ball up seven times. He's been pretty effective with it. He's completed six of those. He has no interceptions and two touchdowns. Both of those going to Brady Rohde from 11 and 15 yards out. 35, 45, 55, 61, 69 yards through the air. 55 on the ground. That is 124 yards of total offense for Ansley Litchfield and seven first downs. They have no turnovers. One penalty for five yards and two punts for an average of 28 and a half, seven first downs if I failed to mention that. Now for the first half offense for Pleasanton, Riley Roseski has carried it 13 times. Roseski has 125 yards, a touchdown and a fumble lost. And then Tyler Pulowski has 11 carries for 102 yards and two touchdowns. 24 carries, 227 yards in the first half for Pleasanton. Pulaski, I had him putting it up three times, and he was able to uh, complete one of those for 33 yards. So one of three, no interceptions, no touchdowns, 33 yards through the air, 227 yards on the ground. That's 260 yards of offense here for Pleasanton. 12 first downs unofficially. They had the one turnover. They have not punted the football. Four penalties for 30 yards. Your scoring summary looks like this here at the half. It was Ansley Litchfield winning the toss and taking the ball, but they went three and out and decided to go for a fake punt uh, on that three and out, where, as we said, the punter fell down trying to make a cut. Good play by Pulaski, who read it perfectly. And so they took over at the 34-yard line. Two plays, Pulaski went 23 yards the first time, 11 yards the second time, and with 9.59 to go in the first quarter, it was 6 nothing after the conversion was no good. After another three and out, Pulaski finished a 66-yard drive by going in from six yards out. Rasiski takes in the two-point conversion. Five minutes to go in the first quarter. It's 14 to nothing. And after picking up just one first down but not being able to move the football, uh, being stopped in Pleasanton territory, the Ansley Litchfield Spartans gave it up and a 70-yard drive after a punt down to the 10-yard line. Uh, it wasn't a fourth down go on that position. Uh, possession, but they punted it down to the 10, and uh, Riley 
Rosicki takes it in from seven yards out to cap the 70-yard drive. Pulaski runs it in for two. It's 22 to nothing with 10.20 to go in the first half, and Pleasanton looked like they were going to run away and hide. Uh, they'd given up one first down at that point. They'd scored on all three of their possessions. As you could tell, they rolled up over 160 yards on those three possessions, but then things settled down a long 60-yard grinded-out drive mostly on the ground, converting four, or excuse me, three fourth downs on that drive. Three fourth down conversions eventually led to a, a Jaden Jones touchdown pass of 11 yards to Brady Rohde, and the two-point run was no good. 3.26 to go before halftime, 22-6. to six. And then one of the key moments of the game, uh, Rosiski fumbles the football, and it is Zimmer to cover it. John Zimmer picks up the football, takes it to the Pleasanton 28-yard line, and Jones hooks up with Rohde from 15 yards out. Rohde runs it in with 58 seconds to go. The lead is now 22-14, to 14, and then Pleasanton is stopped at the 7-yard line when they had no timeouts and were tackled inbounds as time expired. And that's where we're at at halftime. Pleasanton 22, Ansley Litchfield 14. Pleasanton must win to get into the playoffs. And that is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. The second half is next. Students are back in school and our local teams are back on the field. You'll see our employees at the games volunteering and cheering on our area teams. We encourage you to show your school spirit and come out and join the community at football tailgates. To view a list of the Nebraskaland National Bank sponsored tailgates, watch our Facebook page or visit our event calendar at NebraskaLandBank.com. Here's to a great school year and a great football season. Member FDIC. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer Ed Smith, glad to have you along here at Litchfield for high school football. It is the final game of the regular season for these two squads, and Pleasanton does get to receive the football here to start the third quarter after Ansley Litchfield won the toss and decided to take the football. Now can Ansley Litchfield put a little pressure on here and uh, make a stop defensively, get the ball back to start. Only down by eight. Ball put on the tee, and we are ready to go here as Jose Ambriz has it teed up. Waits an extra moment, now puts his foot into it. This will be returnable. Taken at the 10-yard line on the run. Left side, Pulaski has room. 20, 25, 30. Left sideline runs into the defender at the midfield stripe, and he'll be brought down there. Trying to get out of the way was Ryan Bush to make that last block. But fighting through there was Morgan Mills, among others, to help make that tackle. And Pulaski with a huge return all the way to the 36-yard line. Did we have a penalty flag at the point of the tackle? Officials are discussing it right now and talking to Captain Brady Rohde. Again, I don't see any laundry out there. 
But there is a penalty. And it looks like a 15-yard face mask to bring him down all the way to the 20-yard line. That's only the second penalty of the ball game on the Spartans of Ansley Litchfield. So it'll be first down and 10. Oh, there's the penalty flag came all the way back at the 20. So we might have had a face mask not on the ball carrier, Pulaski, which is unusual, which was another reason why you wouldn't see it if you're watching the guy running the ball. Pulaski's going to start out of the shotgun at the 21-yard line, first down and 10. Rosiski behind him. They will fake it to him. Pulaski will keep it, and he gets tripped up. Shooting through there defensively is Jose Ambrose, and Pulaski just gets back to the line of scrimmage. We've seen the Pleasanton ball carriers do a good job when they're getting ankle-tackled to just keep their balance long enough to not lose yardage. That was the case there because Pulaski was hit basically three yards behind the line of scrimmage because he was in the pistol formation. Second down and 10. Epley will split wide to the left. Stevens wide to the right. And a whistle. And it looks like the scoreboard has died. So somewhere along the line, the Power went out to the scoreboard, and they'll have to get that set. So while they do, let's let you know that the score is 22-14 to 14 in favor of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Some other scores to pass along to you. Millard West, 62, Lincoln High, 21, and they are just getting to halftime. And it didn't take them long to get things reset. So here comes the first offensive snap for Pleasanton. After the long run back, well, I don't think they have it fixed yet. That one play couldn't have taken a minute and 20 seconds. There's only 10.40 left on. So Pulaski on second down will be wrestled down for a short gain. So the game moving along quick, and we probably just lost 60 seconds in there somewhere. They'd only run one play after the kickoff, and Pulaski here is able to pick up two yards. So both Pulaski and Rosiski had over 100 yards in the first half, while Ansley Litchfield had 55 total rushing the ball. Third and eight at the 19-yard line. It's four-down territory with Pulaski in the shotgun. High snap, pitches it to Rosiski. Pulaski gets smashed. Rosiski hurdles over a defender at the 15-yard line and is shoved out of bounds. That's a penalty, though. The penalty flag comes down at the 13. And this is going to go against Pleasanton. If I remember correctly, I do not think you can do that in high school football anymore. It's fun to watch the guys on Saturday and Sunday hurdle, but I believe that's where the penalty is going to come, the flag laying at the 13-yard line. Not even sure that the officials know what the proper indication is for this because you don't see it very often, and they're still discussing it. 22-14 Pleasanton. And our referee signals illegal procedure, but I don't even know what the uh, correct uh, signal is for that. So they're going to discuss things and see what the exact penalty is going to be here. We're going to have a little 
uh, delay in time. While we do that, let's tell you about our field conditions brought to you by Impact Ag Partners and Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and your mobile Pioneer.com on your smartphone. The great seeds and success for a better yield start with Pioneer and Impact Ag Partners. Field, um, you can tell, has a little mud spots around the outside, not on the field that we saw and is in pretty good condition. Of course, it's only been played on a couple times for varsity and a couple times probably earlier for JVs. Again, a penalty on the play. And I can tell you right now the officials are going to the book to try and figure out what exactly the correct yardage markoff is. And I'm not even going to guess here. And I just think they just don't know. They are checking with both the sidelines to make sure that everybody agrees here. So we've got a delay in the game with 9.55 to go in the third quarter. Pleasanton 22 and Ansley Litchfield 14. While they discuss it, let's take a timeout. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com Zimatic Center Pivots provide farmers worldwide with the best quality, highest performance irrigation systems. Year after year, these systems have proven themselves in varying types of terrain, cropping situations, and irrigation requirements. This is because of dedication to service and unique design. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation, your Zimatic dealer. to go here in the third quarter of play. And we're trying to figure out a hurdling penalty here against Pleasanton. The run took him down to the 13-yard line, so that will count for a six-yard gain. And they will mark it back to the 28-yard line, a 15-yard penalty. And I believe that's correct, but uh, I don't have that in front of me with the rule book. So after the long delay, what it all means is it'll be third down and about uh, 17. Pulaski out of the shotgun, throws it behind the line of scrimmage to Rosiski, breaks a tackle but can't break them all. He'll be dropped at the 32-yard line. Rody finished it off, but the first man to really get a good grasp on him for Ansley Litchfield was Ethan Samuelson. And they're actually going to lose yards. That goes down in the scorebook as a run for Rosiski because it was thrown behind the line of scrimmage. And they're going to lose three more yards on that one. So normally this would be the first punt of the ball game for Pleasanton. But they're at the 31-yard line. They need to get to the 10. So it's 4th and 21, and Pleasanton's lining up to go for it. One thing you cannot do here is burn a timeout. Oh, and they're going to call one. Man, I'd have just punted the football, but that's me. (laughs) You're burning a timeout on a fourth and 21 with a 22-14 lead. You just kind of feel the momentum switching in this football game. Pleasanton was up 22 to nothing. Then Ansley Litchfield gets the 
Next two scores and stops Pleasanton at the seven-yard line as time expires. And now Pleasanton, who gets a good kickoff return and a 15-yard face mask to aid them, starts the drive at the 21-yard line. But after the hurdling penalty and the negative run, they face a fourth and 21 at the 31. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. The first half just flew by, but we have played less than three minutes here in the third quarter and no rhythm because of what has happened with these few plays. On KKPR-FM, Carney, Hazard, and Pleasanton in the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're ready to go. Fourth and 21, Pleasanton at the Ansley Litchfield 31. Pulaski straight back to pass. Throws it as far as he can down the middle of the field. It's picked off. Interception made by Chris Pates down the right sideline, 15-20. And he'll be upended at the 25-yard line as they were trying to go down the middle to Ryan Bush, a play that they had tried a couple times earlier in the first half. And Riley Rosiski makes the tackle. And hopefully that's just a cramp because he gets up with a a limp. Hopefully just a cramp there in his left leg as they hustle him over to the sidelines. So the first turnover of the ball game, but it looks like maybe we had a penalty again at the end of the play. Personal foul, roughing the passer, and that's going to give a first down to Pleasanton. So the interception is wiped off by the roughing the passer penalty. And that is a killer for Ansley Litchfield. The second penalty on this drive. And that will be an automatic first down and really change the complexion of things. A roughing the passer on a 4th and 21 interception, and Pleasanton gets a fresh set of downs. First and 10 at the Spartan 15. And now your eyeback is Ryan Bush. And they will keep it in Pulaski's hands, and they were really up to the task that time. And Rody's in there to make the tackle after a gain of about a half a yard. It'll be second down and 9. So Ryan Bush, who is the third-leading rusher on this team, is now the eye-back. Eric Epley stays in as the wing-back. And we'll try and figure out what happened over there to the starting running back in Riley Rosiski for Pleasanton. Again, we're hoping it's just a cramp the way that he tried to hobble off the field. Split out wide to the left is Travis Tolls on second down and nine at the 14 out of the shotgun. Pulaski. He will hand it off right side. Bush runs right into the wall of black and gold. And the tackle is made by Hunter Shattuck. After a gain of another yard, it'll be second down and eight, or third down and eight on Bush's first carry. And this has to be somewhat reminiscent of the first game of the year for Ansley Litchfield, where they fell behind early to Anselmo Myrna and turned around and won at 46-44. The momentum is on their side, especially if they can make another stop here. Third and seven at the 13-yard line. Out of the shotgun again is Pulaski. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, wants to run it himself, has room over the left side. Inside the 10, inside the 5, and he is into the end zone for his third touchdown. Put it in the hands of the sophomore quarterback. Tyler Pulaski takes it in from 13 yards out. Big play there by the Bulldogs when it looked like things were going the wrong direction. And you've got Rosiski 
on the sideline with the cramp or injury. And it looks like just trying to walk something off over there. We don't see him working on him on one of the benches. Two-point conversion now coming up to try and make it a 16-point game. Fake the reverse and keeping it Pulaski. The ball comes loose. It's on the ground. It doesn't matter. And the two-point conversion is no good. So that was uh, a long 21-yard drive for Pleasanton. After uh, receiving a roughing the passer on 4th and 21, they're able to cash it in. 7-18 to go third quarter. Pleasanton 28, Ansley Litchfield 14. Our five points bank touchdown. An 11-yard run from Tyler Pulaski. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. They are working on Rosiski over there on a cramp and ready to boot it away is going to be Bush. It goes right between the two deep men and skirts into the end zone for Ansley Litchfield. Your score, Pleasanton 28, Ansley Litchfield 14, 7-18 to go here in the third quarter. And the Spartans will take over for the first time here in the second half. So that was one of the stranger drives uh, and set of circumstances that we had seen all season. Hope you don't have a lot of fantasy football players in the Thursday night game. It's still Packers 3 to nothing over the Bears with three minutes to go. First down and 10. Counter play right side. It looks like it's going to be Rody to lower his shoulder and get out to the 20-yard line. A gain of five on the first carry here of the second half. Brady Rody had 13 carries for 51 yards, but two touchdown receptions in the first half of play. Major League Baseball, it's still Cubs 1, Dodgers nothing in the top of the fourth inning. We'll get back to the high school scoreboard here in just a moment. Right now, second and five for the Spartans. Hand it to the lone fullback. That's Rody. This time he has stood up. They're trying to strip the ball, and then about five guys to throw him backwards as he makes it to the line of scrimmage. That's Rosiski, excuse me, carrying it that time and nowhere to go for Seth. In on the tackle for Pleasanton, Patrick Bukowski, the sophomore, in there at the linebacker position now that Rosiski's over on the sidelines. Not the first time that he has had this problem this year. Third down and five for Ansley Litchfield at their own 20. Back to the I formation. Pitch play, trying to get it outside here, and they do with John Zimmer down the sideline. 35, 40, 30, 20, into the end zone. John Zimmer takes it 60 yards for the biggest play of the night, and it's a one-score game again. Just the second time he has touched the ball and the first rushing touchdown of the contest for Ansley Litchfield makes it 28-20 with 6.01 to go here in quarter 
number three, and sometimes those injuries, you take advantage of that. That normally would have been around the end where the linebacker Rosiski would have been, but they'd been running it up the middle with the big fellas, and they snuck in John Zimmer, and they didn't account for him. Zimmer will now split out right to the right for the two-point conversion. Rody the lone setback. Jones will just hand it to him. He is stood up and keeps the legs churning but cannot get in. The two-point conversion is no good. 6-0-1 to go, third quarter. Pleasanton 28, Ansley Litchfield 20, our five-points bank touchdown. A 60-yard run by the sophomore, John Zimmer. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Golden Harvest Hybrid and Purina feeds. Only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Doug Duda, our producer, engineer, Ed Smith. Thursday night football, and this rivalry game has really turned into a good one, 28-20, as Ansley Litchfield cuts it to eight on the 60-yard run by Zimmer. The kick is away, and that is going to be bombed, and it is going to get into the end zone. So it's been kind of 50-50 for Jose Ambrose. They've all been good kicks. A couple of them have been straightaway line drives that get into the end zone. A couple popped up that uh, stayed in the air a long time and were returnable, but this time it'll be first down and 10 for Pleasanton at their own 15-yard line, leading it by a score of 28-20. to 20. Right now on ESPN, 14-60 and 15-50, it's Cambridge 34, Amherst 20 in the third quarter. Run down some other scores for you here in a moment. Rosiski still over on the Pleasanton sideline dealing with the cramps. That means Ryan Bush is the running back. And they will hand it to him up the middle. He's got some room. 15, 20, 25. He'll get up to the 30-yard line. A gain of 15 and a first down here for Pleasanton. So after Ansley Litchfield got a little physical, Pleasanton going to try and do the same right here. Other scores for you. Class A, halftime, Millard West 62, Lincoln High 21. Class B, third quarter, Omaha Ron Colley 14, Ralston 6, C1. At the half, Boone Central, Newman Grove, 21, Central Catholic, 7. Right now, first down and 10, Pulaski under center. And Pulaski wants to do that quarterback sneak, and he's got room 35-40 into Spartan territory. He'll be shoved out of bounds at the 34-yard line. A gain of 16 on the play for the quarterback, Tyler Pulaski. And you wonder, how can you get 16 on a quarterback sneak? Well, let me tell you. The center, Weston Dixon, 6'235 pounds. And the guard, Caleb Breesland, 6'3, 235. You put a 5'5, 125 pound quarterback behind him, you can't see him. He gets that initial block and he scoots through there. First and 10 at the 34 yard line. The ball's dropped, fumbled on the floor, fumbled on the ground. They're fighting for it, and it looks like the Spartans are able to cover it. They are. Falling on top of it is Jose Ambrose. 
They dropped the snap, picked it up, dropped it again. The second turnover of the game here for Pleasanton. And Ansley Litchfield will get it at their own 33-yard line. They cashed in on one of these in the first half and now have a chance to cash in and possibly tie the football game if they can get that two-point conversion. 44 degrees right now. The wind, not a factor, but it is probably as chilly as it's been all year for football. As Jaden Jones sets him down to the eye, quick snap, gives it to Rody, toss sweep left side. They force him out there, and they'll bring him down. In fact, they are able to bring his helmet off. The helmet pops off, but it was not a face mask. I don't think he's got to come out of the football game, though. The official is going to discuss whether it was yanked off or whether it just came off. And he's just got to come out of the game for a play. Makes a nice hard run around the left side. Mark him at the 38-yard line. That's a gain of five. And it'll be second down. And checking in will be the man that just scored the touchdown, John Zimmer. Now, Jane Jones doesn't keep it very much, so let's see if it goes straight into the fullback Seth Rosiski's hands here. Just stay out of that eye formation on second down and five. And they'll give it to Zimmer around the short side, left side, follows his block, gets to midfield, but that's short of the first down. A gain of two. Nice wrap-up tackle there by Reese. Also on the pursuit was Dixon. And it'll be third down. And they're going to need a full two, maybe two and a half here after the carry by John Zimmer. Back in there, Rody after setting out the one play when the helmet popped off. High formation, ball right on the midfield stripe. They'll give it to Rody right side. Has to avoid a man in the backfield, and that means he's not going to get the first down. Tackle is made by Caleb Riesland, but they got in the backfield and made him cut it back. Good pursuit by Eric Epley, among others, and now it's another fourth down. Ansley Litchfield has went for it a lot. All they did was move the football about the length of a football, so it is fourth and a solid two. Ball just across midfield. Power eye formation, Rosiski and the fullback, Brady Rohde, and they will hand it to him. He's up the middle, nothing there. Bounces to the right side, and he does the crab crawl on his hands and toes to get the first down. You looked, where did he go after he bounced off the nose guard? He rolled to the right side, started to slip, got that hand on the ground, and got the first down, a gain of four, and that'll keep the drive alive here for Ansley Litchfield. That's at least the fifth fourth down that they have converted. Macon Schaefer has to check out of the ball game, and they'll put Rody out to the right side. Out of the shotgun now for Jones. And he'll drop back to pass. Two men in the pattern now under some pressure. Rolls to his left. Throws it out here. Rody's got it inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. And then it pops loose. Incomplete as he's hit by Pulowski. He has done such a good job of hauling those in. But that time, Pulowski popped the cold football out of his hands. And it'll be second down and 10. Jones in the first half was 6 of 7 with two touchdowns. 69 yards total, both of the touchdowns to Rody. In fact, I believe every completed pass was to Brady Rody. Second down and 10 for the Spartans at the Pleasanton 36-yard line, trailing by 8, 28-20. Pitch play, Zimmer to the right side, and he's going to be drugged down from behind by Weston Dixon after a gain of two to the 34-yard line. So they were not fooled that time, and it'll bring up third down and eight. 3-10 and counting to go here in the third quarter. Pleasanton 28 and Ansley Litchfield 20. 
on ESPN Radio. Cambridge has popped in another one. The Trojans now lead Amherst 42-20. It is Gothenburg leading Minden 35-0 in the third. Third and eight, they'll go shotgun with Jones. Rohde split out wide to the left. He's looking that way the whole way. Still in the pocket, throws it deep over the middle. It flutters, and it's tipped. Pulaski was able to get a hand on it, and Rohde even got a hand on the deflection, but it was thrown behind him. And if you took a picture of it right now, as they walk back up the field, there is Rohde and five Pleasanton defenders. As that scramble was only one man out in the pattern, they gave Jones max protect, but it falls incomplete. And here is another fourth down for the Spartans. Fourth down and eight at the Pleasanton 34-yard line, trailing 28-20 with 2.42 to go here in the third quarter. But this is a different situation. They're going to have to pass. Twins to the right side. Jones all by himself takes the shotgun snap. Looks right. Has time. Throws down the field. Rody's open, but he can't haul in the one-handed catch. Oh, man, there was a mix-up on the coverage for Pleasanton. And Pulaski was a little late getting back there with Ryan Bush. That would have been a, a heck of a catch, a whale of a catch, had Rody been able to get that big pot of stick on the football. But he couldn't, and he'll turn it over on downs after three incompletions on that series. Pleasanton will take over first down and 10 at their own 34-yard line. 28-20 Bulldogs. Still plenty of time. 2.38, and we're only in the third quarter of play. Pleasanton was up 22 to nothing. It was 22-14 at the half. And then a 11-yard run by Pulaski and a 60-yard run by Zimmer, each team scoring here in the third. Out of the shotgun, Pulaski fakes the handoff, wants to keep it himself around the right side. He's stretched all the way out here and gets what he can to the 36. Rody did a good job of making him change direction, and he'll get a gain of two. And one thing that you're seeing from Coach Westland and Coach Hatch and Coach Loomis over there is with their tailback, Riley Rosiski cramped up. He still hasn't come back, and that means they really don't feel as comfortable calling some of the same plays. And we've got a man down here on the field for Ansley Litchfield. And that might be Brady Rohde, who was trying to make the tackle. Looks like he'll be okay, getting a little help up from the coaches. But he's the do-it-all everything. Somebody rolled over on him there, our injury report. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. I want to say a big thank you to the many fine sponsors as we take a look at some other scores here in Class D1. It is Overton 20, Ravenna 16 in the third. In the fourth, Alma leads Southwest 40-14. to 14. Also in the third, it's same from halftime, Medicine Valley leading Bertrand by a score of 12 to nothing. We'll give you some other D2 scores here in a moment. Right now, though, second down and eight for Pleasanton out of the shotgun. Pulaski pitches it out to Bush, trying to get to the corner, does, gets to midfield, and is shoved out of bounds in Spartan territory. They will mark him at the 37-yard line. So that is a gain of seven on the play, just short of the first down. Three carries, 23 yards for Ryan Bush, the 6'3", 200-pound senior, in at the tailback position after the cramp issues to Rosiski. It'll be third down and one at the Spartan 37. Clock stopped with 2.12. Pulaski, will he go quarterback sneak? He'll go off right tackle. He's got the first down. He got popped and hangs on to the football. Boy, did he get hit hard there 
by the corner, Jaden Jones. But Pulaski able to pick up the first down, a gain of five on the play, and move the chains once again. This is KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Fresh set of downs here for the Bulldogs at the 30-yard line, 31-yard line. Pulaski wants to run option. It's covered, and he is swallowed up by Jose Ambriz as he gets back to the line of scrimmage and falls forward for another, and he is still down. wonder if he landed on the football. Hopefully this is not landing on the shoulder because Ambrose is 215, about 90 more. But Pulaski's been hit by big guys all year. And Coach Westland hustles out onto the field to talk to his quarterback. And we have got an injury timeout. With 1.41 to go here in the third quarter, Pleasanton 28, Ansley Litchfield 20. But right now we may see the two offensive weapons For Pleasanton, both on the bench. We'll be right back. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel. For all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Well, unfortunately, this is not the win knocked out of young sophomore quarterback Tyler Pulaski as they are bringing the medics out onto the field here as both coaching staffs taking a look after he was tackled. And I'm not sure what the situation is, usually something like this. If he gets driven down into the ground, it might be a shoulder, but we're not sure. Pulaski is, you can see him moving, but in some pain down there on the football field. And they will take some time to take a look at him. So there, this uh, delay probably will last a little bit longer. Let's take a look at some of the scores and ho- hope the best for him. Of course, you know, the football season ahead of him, but uh, what he's done with his wrestling career, they have to be thinking about that as well. Our baseball game still one to nothing. Cubs lead the Dodgers. The only run came in the top of the first inning, and it is one to nothing in the bottom of the fourth. And in the NFL game, it's all field goals. Green Bay six, Chicago three, 30 seconds to go in the first half of that football game. Now let's take a look at uh, some of the other scores on our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. And we will just start from the top because we're going to have time to run this down for you. In Class A, it was close for about a quarter and a half, and then Millard West went nutso in the last 10 minutes, 62-21 over Lincoln High as they start the third quarter. In Class B, Omaha Roncalli 21 and Ralston 6. In C1 in the fourth quarter, it's Boone Central Newman Grove leading Grand Island Central Catholic 21-7. Third quarter scores, Gothenburg 35, Minden nothing, Lincoln Christian 58, Southern 27, 
Boys Town 27, Douglas County West 10, Norfolk Catholic 56, West Point Beamer 7. In C2 in the third quarter, Palmyra 30, Humboldt Table Rock Steiner nothing, and in the fourth quarter, Stanton 13 and Battle Creek 7. Taking a look at D1, in the fourth quarter, Alma 40 and Southwest 14. Third quarter on ESPN Radio, 1460-1550, Cambridge 42, Amherst 26. It is Chambers, Wheeler Central, Elgin leading Clearwater Orchard 22-6. The rest of these are in the third quarter. East Butler 38, Nebraska Christian 16, Overton 26, Ravenna 16, West Holt 33, and Ainsworth nothing. Tri-County 41, Diller Odell 20. Medicine Valley at last check was ahead of Bertrand 12-0, and Creighton led Laurel Concord Coleridge 40-0 in the third. In D2, fourth quarter scores, Bruning Davenport Shickley shutting out Lawrence Nelson 36-0, O'Neill St. Mary's 24, Osmond 21, and Fall City Sacred Heart blasting Sterling 55-8. Third quarter scores, it is Arapahoe 28, Eustis Farnham 20, Bloomfield 36, Stewart 20, Blue Hill 55, Shelton Eight. And, of course, here with 1.41 to go in the third quarter, it is Pleasanton 28 and Ansley Litchfield 20. But uh, the chances of winning tonight now and doing anything in the playoffs may have went to the side because they will be taking by ambulance the quarterback and outstanding athlete Tyler Pulowski. And it looks like our indications are it's somewhere around maybe the collarbone or neck area and they are getting the board out here to uh, do the best they can with the uh, young man. So we are going to take another time out during this injury delay. You're listening to High School Football on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Doug, you to back with you here. Something you just hate to see. They have uh, taken all the precautions they can here with the sophomore state wrestling champ, Tyler Pulowski. It is a neck injury, and of course, anything above the shoulders, you just do everything you can to uh, to be safe, and even in tiny towns like Litchfield, Nebraska, doesn't matter where you're at, you have to be thankful for the volunteers that are here and are trained to do their job, and uh, being very careful that whatever the case is here with Pulowski, hopefully... It's something that uh, they can take him to the hospital, and maybe it's a stinger and it goes away. Maybe it's a short-term injury. You hope for the very best here, but the uh, family and the uh, coaches and, of course, the crew here with uh, the medics and fire and rescue doing their 
due diligence in taking care of the young man. All we can do is pass the time with you here, remind you that when we are done, we will have the Ruts Heating and Air scoreboard show, Merritt Lawson and the crew, on this Thursday night. It'll be an abbreviated version, but it'll give you as many scores as we can, uh, see how that might affect a few teams in the playoffs, but uh, everything will be decided tomorrow, and the playoff brackets will be out on Saturday. Our four football games tomorrow here on Classic Hits. It will be for the district title in Kennesaw as the Blue Devils take on 6-1 and one Heartland. On the Breeze, 94.5, Gibbon will host Hastings St. Cecilia. On ESPN, 1460 and 1550, it'll be Broken Bow at Kearney Catholic. And on 1230 AM KHAS, Holdridge will be taking on Hastings. And then uh, on Tuesday, we get into more of volleyball. It'll be our final volleyball of the regular season because then next Thursday and Friday, more playoffs. And the uh, sub-districts for high school volleyball begin on Halloween night. One of those includes Kearney Catholic, Minden, Holdridge, and Gibbon uh, going on at Kearney High. And that'll all be played in one night. If they have five teams, uh, it'll be played in two nights. It's a little different this year. Class C will go to a sub-state on the Saturday before state. So 16 teams will advance. You won't necessarily have the C-1-7 sub-district playing the C-1-8 sub-district winners. It will be reseeded across the state of Nebraska, like Class B has been doing and like soccer has also been doing for the last handful of years. There's been some uh, volleyball action uh, going on tonight as well across the state of Nebraska. Uh, Carney taking on Grand Island tonight. Uh, you've also had uh, Northwest playing Ord, Hastings playing Norfolk. See if we can get you some scores on that as the delay continues here because of the uh, injury to Tyler Pulaski who uh, will be taken into the hospital. And we can only uh, wish him the best on this Thursday night. Uh, we do have a few volleyball scores. Anselmo Myrna beat Maxwell in four sets tonight. Chambers Wheeler Central over Clearwater Orchard. Uh, Centennial beat Sutton in a try. Elwood beat Medicine Valley in straight sets tonight. And uh, Pulaski giving the thumbs up as they put him in the ambulance here. As we could tell, he was moving his extremities and hopefully he'll be good to go. Grand Island Central Catholic swept Schuyler and York tonight. Franklin beat Lawrence Nelson in five sets, 15-11 in the fifth this evening. Sutton was a two-sets-to-none winner over Thayer Central, so that in a triangular as well. We'll take a final break, and we'll be back with football right after this timeout. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. More volleyball for you. Grand Island Northwest swept Ord tonight in three sets, and Grand Island swept Kearney tonight in three sets. The Dodgers are on the board. Cubs and Dodgers 1-1 as they go to the fifth. That series tied at two games apiece. And at halftime, the Packers 6 and the Bears 3. They have young Tyler Pulaski loaded up, but the ambulance has not moved yet. And I'll be one of those I don't know some places will wait for the second ambulance to get here before they start playing football again guessing maybe they would have to get that from another community I'm not sure that that's the case others will go ahead and play the game again our scenario here is Pleasanton 28 Ansley Litchfield 20 
141 to go here in the third quarter of play. On the injury, and we're about 15 minutes into this injury to Tyler Pulaski, who was doing what he does. Uh, he was going to run a quarterback draw, and Jose Ambriz uh, tackled him a little awkwardly. And it looks like we will have a delay. I don't think we're playing football here for a little bit. Uh, this could be a long delay. Let's see if we can find out some more information. And uh, let's take another break, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Doug Duda back with you here, and uh, we have been told that they will wait for another ambulance, uh, which could be coming over from Ansley or Mason City. We expect a delay, probably not much more than 15 minutes is what we've been told, but because of the injury, uh, the kids will have to do their best to stay warm, and it's going to be like another halftime here. 141 to go in the third quarter, Pleasanton 28, Ansley Litchfield 20. Pleasanton has the ball second and eight at the Spartan 29-yard line when we do resume play. But uh, for Pleasanton, quarterback Tyler Pulaski out now with the neck injury. And, of course, Riley Rosiski has been out uh, for this last couple of drives with severe cramps, and we're not sure that he will be able to return either, and that will definitely challenge the depth. What we're going to do is go ahead and bring you the Cambridge-Amherst game, which has currently also been airing on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Randy Bushcutter and Scott Carlin have the uh, call of that game, which has just gotten in to the fourth quarter. Cambridge is leading Amherst, and uh, we will join them right after this. Only one, and they trail it now by a score of uh, 58 to 26 with 10:03 to go. Another five points bank touchdown by Benson. Five points bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll just keep it right here. As again, Cambridge breaks the huddle pretty quickly. They're ready to kick off, and Cambridge and uh, Amherst is out there as well. But again, a six-yard run by Benson, who has now run for 356 yards. Yeah, he's just done an incredible job of lowering his pads and an incredible job by that offensive line led by 
hoteling in Borland and this other guy is Feeney and Holtzy up there or Holtz I think is just really leaning on guys and creating gaps there for Benson to run through and I think Feeney's going to get back out there I think he's okay and again one of those uh bouncing kickoffs and again uh Dane Bogard nice job handling the ball picks it up on a little bit of a higher bounce and he'll slide down and it'll be first and 10 for the Broncos yeah, you know, and Bogart's done a nice job of fielding those because that's a spot where most guys that have a number like that aren't exactly comfortable. He's the center on offense. He does a nice job of handling the ball. Snaps haven't been errant, so you can tell he's comfortable fielding the ball and doing things like that. And, again, he doesn't have any lead blockers either. Yep. That's one thing to point out here. Bosch looking to throw. Going to lob the ball out on that right side. There's a lot of contact, and they're going to throw a couple of flags out there, and that is going to be pass interference. Yep as Holden Eckout was the intended receiver, and he ran into, I think that was Bonsoff, as uh, it's going to be a 10-yard penalty, and it'll be first and 10 here for the Broncos. Yeah, you know, and I think it would have been okay if the defender had turned his back, but he was looking directly at at Eckout there, it looked like, and you have to call that automatically if he doesn't turn his back. He has to give the offensive guy a chance for the ball, and he did not allow that to happen, so a pretty easy call for the referee there. And oh, Scott looks, Porter disagrees. Yep. <laughs> he's making the case on this near sideline. He's going to draw another personal foul there on Sportsmanlike on the sideline as he disagreed so strongly there. Well, again, it may be something he said, but yep. you, can, you can usually get your say depending on how you say it. So 25 yards and penalties right here against the Trojans. The 10-yard pass interference and then 15-yard uh, on the sideline. And I don't know if that was Coach Porter or one of his assistant coaches there because Coach Porter doesn't look like he's shown as much emotion as a couple of the assistants, but yeah, it's hard it to say assistants, yeah. who's saying what, and all of a sudden one person says something and the ref says, nope, that's not what we're doing here. And again, well, I just saw the, uh, yep. the coach is back, and now that I see Coach Porter turn around, it's, yeah, it's yeah. one of the assistants. So again, but that's kind of the big play that Amherst needed as you pick up 25 yards pretty quickly. They throw a flag down here. Pass going to be thrown toward the goal line into the end zone. Touchdown. There is a flag down where the ball was thrown. And that's usually where you're going to see a hold because there was no contact on Bosch. A yeah. great ball out there, but it is going to come back as the hold will be on the Broncos. Yeah, and I think what happened there is the defensive lineman was able to step up field and get the offensive lineman off balance and he kind of just did the instinct thing of reaches out and gets too much jersey but a great play by Bosch of putting it and Adelung went up and caught it had it stayed it would have been a touchdown unfortunately for the Broncos the holding the gates at all so it'll be first and 20 they did get uh, 25 yards in penalties but they give back 10 of it right here and puts them behind the sticks it's first and 20 yeah, and the time's a factor, the down and distance is a factor. You got to score, and you got to score in bunches here if you're Amherst to extend, have a chance at extending your season. Bosch, pressure coming, steps up, and he's going to be. Can he get through there? No, he can't. He's going to eventually be sacked. Hoteling finishes it up. A little help there from Tyler Borland, and that's going to be a loss of uh, four on the play. Yeah, Benson just with kind of a speed rush coming from that right defensive end, and Hoteling cleans it up with the help of Borland. But a nice job of staying inside your lanes there, of not giving Bosch a chance to step up or run with the ball there. So a good job by that Trojan defensive front three there. That is the third time that Trace has been sacked here in the second half. He's gone the entire second half at quarterback, and his favorite target has been Adelon. And he split out wide to the right. 
He's got two wideouts to the left as well. Bosch is going to step up. Bosch is going to be sacked again by Hotelling. That'll be a loss of two. Yeah, you know, and I think Bosch thought he had a little bit of gap there and could squeeze it, but Hotelling does such a nice job of using his hands and keeping free that all of a sudden, before you know it, he's fighting through and getting at your ankles and your knees before you're able to run. And just a great job there by Hotelling and keeping pressure on of squeezing that pocket, and so Bosch never looked comfortable there. Hotelling at 6'5", 225 pounds, has a very long wingspan, and he's able to go out there and uh, reach through there. He can be blocked and still create a little bit of uh, just a chicken wing, give himself a little space, reach out there with a long arm, and he's strong enough that he can bring down Bosch. Yeah, you know, that's just a sign of pure strength right there. So nothing fancy about it, just something different that you can do here. Third and 26, and we have uh, whistles before the snap, and it's going to be a timeout here for Amherst. Yeah, timeout Amherst. Amherst looking in the playbook, seeing what they can do on third and 26 from the 38. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll take the timeout as well. Broncos need some magic here. They trail it 58-26 with 7.53 to go, and they got third and a whole bunch when we come back right after this. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. And welcome back. We also being joined on uh, KKPR. We're certainly throwing some uh, hopes and prayers out in Litchfield as they have the injury timeout calling for the ambulance, wishing for the best there. Here, Amherst is facing third and 26 down big, and they're going to get it out to Adelong. Bosch throws it out to Adelong. Adelong, a couple of lead blockers out there on third down, makes a couple of guys miss, spins, and he's going to have near enough for their first down. It's going to be close. It's a gain of 26 on the play, and again, just... Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. As Bosch is looking to throw, he'll step up and he'll throw the ball deep into the end. Yeah, you know, just kind of tried to hit out on a post, but great coverage there by the Trojans. That's kind of when you get behind the stick. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Again, apologize for our technical difficulties on uh, third down. Uh, they were about 10 yards short from where they ended up marking it. 
And so they had to go for it on fourth down to the Amherst Broncos. They look for Adelong deep. It falls incomplete. So a turnover on downs for Amherst. And things getting very, very tenuous for them. They trail it 58-26 with 7-17 to go here, fourth quarter. And the ball back in the hands of the Cambridge Trojans. Yeah, you know, in the way Mr. Benson's ran the ball tonight, I, he's been able to pick and kind of choose his spots, and he's been getting five, six, seven yards a run here most of the night. And that offensive line is saying, thank you, you gave us the ball back. Let's go after it and see what we can do again. But a great job by that offensive line. And kind of got to see the character here of Amherst is they're going to keep fighting. They have all night as they have all season, and that's what Coach Evans talked about. they got to make something happen here defensively. they got to create a turnover right away. Well, 45 carries here for Tate and Benson and 356 yards. He'll carry it again as a seam right up the middle, and he's going to gain another eight. Yeah, you know, and just a straight-up ISO play, running that I formation, nothing Ball fancy, letting that offensive line lean on things and kind of just create some havoc there for you. So great job by that Trojan offensive line getting you down to about second and two here. This seems like a, like the story problem from Hades here when you total up all these numbers that he's carrying. Doug Duda back with you here in Litchfield where our second ambulance has arrived and hopefully will not be needed as we are about ready to get our football game resumed here. 141 to go in the third quarter. Pleasanton 28 and Ansley Litchfield 20 but quarterback Tyler Pulaski and running back Riley Rosiski are both out and that means the new quarterback is freshman Eric Epley. On first, a second down and eight. Epley's going to go back to pass, and he is going to be swarmed under and sacked. They tried to fool the Spartans, thinking that there was no way that they would throw the ball. And that's exactly what happened. And Jose Ambrez makes the tackle on the backup quarterback, Eric Epley. And they'll lose yards from the 29 back to the 37-yard line. And that'll bring up third down and long. And there's just too much time to set on the ball here for Pleasanton, who must win to uh, make it into the playoffs. They have Riley Rosiski in blankets laying on the sideline over there. He is not coming back. The new wing back is going to be Travis Tolls. And back to pass again. Throws it as far as he can. It's underthrown. This one will be knocked down because two Spartans, Chris Pates and Jane Jones, both saw interception in their future and uh, knocked it down between them, and that'll bring up fourth down here. So Epley tried. Pleasanton's going to go down swinging. Now they have brought Keaton Reese in. He is the eye back now, so totally changing things up because of that injury, and it looks like a fourth down and 17. Pleasanton will punt it away, and Epley will punt it. This is the first punt of the game for Pleasanton. 48 seconds to go. They're going to rush a little bit, but the kick is away. Decent kick. Returnable. Bounces, and it got by the return man, Chris Pates. It bounced at about the 8. He was going to pick it up on a hop, but it took a direct right turn and went into the end zone. So it is a 37-yard punt. It'll be a touchback and brought out to the 15-yard line. First and 10 for the Spartans. Ansley Litchfield trailing here at home against Pleasanton, 28-20. to But with two of the top players out for Pleasanton right now, the rest are going to have to step up. And especially here on defense, their defense has been solid most of the game. 
But that 60-yard run John Zimmer had earlier in the quarter made the difference, and he is in there at the eyeback position right now. They'll try that same play he scored on around the left end, but they are ready for it, and Pleasanton won't even let him get to the 20-yard line. Reese is over there along with Terry Stevens, and it'll be a short gain, maybe three on the play. We'll call it second down and seven. And they will not have to run another play here in the third quarter if they don't want to. But they've been standing around so long, they're ready to go. And now they put Rody back at the eye back with Rosiski at the fullback. Double tied in. They'll give it to Rody off the right side. Has a little bit of room. Gets to the 20 and will get out to about the 22. But he'll be short of the first down. And that'll be the end of the third quarter of play. It's going to be a gain of four for Brady Rody. And after three, with a playoff berth on the line, it's Ansley Litchfield trailing here at home to Pleasanton. The Bulldogs 28, the Spartans 20. Aurora Cooperative is setting a new pace for agriculture by creating a soybean premium program. To qualify, producers must use an aerial application of fungicide plus insecticide and deliver the soybeans to an Aurora Cooperative grain location. Aurora Cooperative's Real Farm Research confirms up to a six bushel per acre yield increase. Plus, now you can get the added soy premium bonus on top of the extra bushels. Contact your local agronomy representative for details. Your farm, your cooperative, your future. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. We go to the fourth corner. It is third down and three. Ansley Litchfield drops the snap. Jones out of the shotgun, wants to roll right and throw. Rody's open, but he overshot him at the 35-yard line. Rody's saying, I'm right here, but he overshot him. And that most likely means a punting situation here, considering the ball is all the way back at their own 22-yard line. You know during this whole situation, the Spartans are thinking, okay, This is our chance to make our move, but they go three and out, and this will be the third punt of the ball game for Jose Ambrez. Tried to fake it the first time, didn't work on the opening series of the game. Fourth and three at their own 22. Pleasanton really not buying it. The rugby kick is a pretty good one. And backing up to take it at the 23-yard line is going to be Epley. Breaks the first tackle, gets to the 25-30-35. And he's just going to run out of bounds before taking a big shot there. And uh, Mikey Harrop was over there to force him out of bounds. Nice punt that time from the 22 to about the 23-yard line. So 35 yards and a return of about 10-15 up to the 38. Pleasanton 28 to 20. And they have put freshman Eric Epley in as the quarterback. He will be out of the shotgun. Ryan Bush is in the backfield with him. Stevens out wide to the left. Tolls to the right. And they will keep it in the quarterback's hands. And coming right through, it's Jose Ambrez again. He has been the man here in this second half of play. They're trying to fool Ansley Litchfield with what they're calling, and Ansley Litchfield has been right on top of it. The sack back to the 32-yard line. It'll be a loss of six. And bring up second down and long. 
Bush has carried the ball three times for 23 yards. Second down and 16. Still out of that shotgun. And they will give it to Bush. He breaks the ankle tackle and falls forward for a couple. Hunter Shattuck was the first one to wrap him up around the knees. Mark it down at the 36-yard line. It's going to be a gain of four for Ryan Bush. Third down and 13. Now they put him under center. And they will run it with Bush. Off the left side, gets into Ansley Litchfield territory. Nice gain on the play, but it'll be fourth down at about five. Bring him down at the 36. And that is going to be a gain of eight yards for Bush. Fourth down, will they go for it or just punt it again and try and pin Ansley Litchfield deep? One thing to consider right here is Ansley Litchfield cannot take the lead on one possession. They would have to score and get a two-point conversion. Ten minutes to go in the game. 28-20. They'll go for it out of the shotgun. They'll run the option, hand it to Bush. Big hole over the right side. He's got the first down inside the 25 and brought down at the 20. Six, excuse me, inside the 30, down at the 26. A gain of 10 for Bush. That's a big first down, just going to the plays that worked for him in the first half and give the senior Ryan Bush some credit. They blocked for him up off the right side that time. And if Pleasanton can stick one more into the end zone here, that might be enough. 28-20 Bulldogs, first and 10 at the 25-yard line. They'll fake the handoff. Epley wants to keep it around the left side, has some room, gets to the 20, stiff arm, and brought down at the 18-yard line. A gain of seven, and now he is slow to get up. And they can't afford any more injuries, and he might have been thrown down on that shoulder. He is reaching up towards that left shoulder. Eric Epley carrying the ball for seven, replacing Tyler Pulaski, who was injured with 141 to go in the third quarter, a neck injury that required transportation to the hospital. He was awake, alert, waved his right hand as they took him out, and Riley Rosiski has been out most of the second half with severe cramps. And don't know the situation. You just see him laying on the sideline over there. They have not taken him in. They've not put him in a vehicle. He's just laying over there trying to warm up with all kinds of blankets on him. And popping up now will be Eric Epley. But they'll have to take him out of the ball game for at least a play. He's favoring that left shoulder. And what will Coach Ricky Westland do on the fly here? It'll be second down and three. Ball marked at the 18-yard line of the Spartans. 9.26 to go in the game, 28.20. The game flew along in the first half, but we had some... Penalties that needed to be looked up. We had some injuries. And now checking into the game is Patrick Bukowski as the quarterback. He'll come under center on second down and three. Send tolls in motion. They forgot to snap the ball. They don't blow the play dead, and they let it run for a first down. But this will be a five-yard penalty. That play probably should have been blown dead. So a five-yard penalty here against the Bulldogs. And that'll be their sixth penalty for 50 yards, three penalties 
for 35 yards on Ansley Litchfield, but one of the big ones was Pleasanton went for it on 4th and 21 in Ansley Litchfield territory. The ball was picked off, but they were flagged, the Spartans were, for roughing the passer, and that allowed Pleasanton a fresh set of downs, and a couple of plays later, Pulaski took it in from 11 yards out, and that's why they lead at this moment 28-20. That was their last touchdown. Nine minutes to go in the game. Pleasanton must win to get into the playoffs, and they lead it 28-20. Second down and eight. Ball at the Spartan 27-yard line. They'll send tolls in motion. Hand it to the eyeback, who is Ryan Bush. He'll get to the line of scrimmage and be stacked up by the interior line. Rody is there. Zeke Abeta is in on the tackle as well. They'll give him credit for a one-yard gain. And it'll be third down and six at the 21-yard line. Pleasanton trying to be as disciplined as they can, use as much clock as they can, call the right play. They converted a big fourth down earlier in this drive. Now they break the huddle and put Travis Tolls at the left wing. They'll put Bukowski under center, and they'll run option. They pitch it to Tolls, but Ansley Litchfield's all over it. The tackle's made by Jaden Jones after a one-yard gain. And now Bukowski is slow to get up. And he will stay on the ground, the third quarterback. And the crowd getting into it now a little bit. And we will blow the play dead. And the Pleasanton fans think that maybe Bukowski took a shot to the noggin that was unnecessary. And so this rivalry game now starts to get a little vocal down on the field. It was a gain of one on the play for Travis Tolles in his first carry of the contest. But we have another injury timeout, and all of our injuries, hate to see them, but folks, uh, our Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center can get you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. 7.57 to go here in the football game. It'll be a fourth down They have not switched the uh, yard marker, but they do have it on the scoreboard. Fourth down and five at the 20-yard line. Pleasanton at the Anze Litchfield 20 with 7.57 to go. And Bukowski will come to his feet, but he's wobbly. And they're going to have to take him to the sidelines, and we probably won't see him come back. Let's see, though, if uh, they can get Epley back in. Coach Ricky Weslin trying to keep his kids fired up, saying, let's go get them here, and they will bring... Ryan Bush over to the sideline. He may just have to take a wildcat snap or something here. They're running out of folks. Bush comes over to get the play. So an unusual second half here, which could be the final game of the year for the loser of this game. And Pleasanton might have to end up burning a timeout here just trying to get a play in. Fourth and five at the Spartan 25. And now it's going to be Clancy Smith to take the snap. The senior sends his wing back in motion. He'll hand it off. First down and more. Inside the 15, the 10, the 5, and down to the three-yard line is Ryan Bush. First and goal, and he almost was flagged for hurdling. He got hit and went into the air, but wasn't trying to hurdle. He just went into the air and got down to the 2. Mark it between the 2 and the 3. We're going to call it a 17-yard gain for Ryan Bush. And it is first down and goal for Pleasanton just inside the three-yard line. Great blocking up front from Weston Dixon and Dylan Sievert. 
First and goal at the three. Quarterback sneak trying to hold on to the ball. It slipped out of Clancy Smith's hands, and he falls forward for about a yard and a half. Gets about half of what he needed. But, I mean, Clancy Smith has not probably taken hardly any snaps at all from Weston Dixon all year long. And he will fall forward for about a yard. Smith is a six foot, 155-pound senior who is seeing his first action of the night. We're going to call it second and goal at the one. 28-20 Pleasanton, 6.30 to go and counting. Smith under center. Right behind him is Ryan Bush. Smith takes the snap, pitches it to Bush. Left side, he gets hit, breaks the tackle, and gets into the end zone. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Ryan Bush from one yard out makes it a 14-point game with 6-17 left in the contest. 34-20 with 6-17 remaining and the two-point conversion coming up. And this becomes huge because you already know that the Spartans have to score twice, but 16 means they got to do everything perfect the final 6-17 of the game. So the two-point conversion coming up here with Clancy Smith under center. Ryan Bush behind him. Give credit to that O-line. Smith to Bush, the same play they just scored the touchdown on. They'll score the two-point conversion on. Rosiski got over there and made the tackle, but it was just a moment too late and was 6-17 to go in the ball game. Pleasanton trying to get into the playoffs. It's the Bulldogs, 36 and the Spartans of Anza Litchfield, 20, a one-yard touchdown run by Ryan Bush, our five-points bank touchdown. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. The folks at Buzz's Marine want to stress the importance of weatherizing your boat. Let Buzz's first-class service technicians work on your boat now so you don't have to worry about it in the spring. A little preventative maintenance will save you time, money, and a huge headache in the spring. So go to buzzesmarine.com and see what tailored winterization package will work best for your boat. Then call Buzz's Marine at 308-234-4576 to set up an appointment. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Cardi. It has been a crazy last eight minutes of football here. And Pleasanton at the moment has survived all the injuries, all the cramping, and they were able to score. And now ready to boot it away is Ryan Bush. And he will hammer that, and the adrenaline is throwing through the Bulldogs as it gets into the end zone about six yards deep. And John Zimmer, who had a couple of nice returns earlier, just watches it sail there. Now can Ansley Litchfield find that same fire that they had in the second and third quarters? Because they need it. Their backs are against the wall, trailing 36-20 to 20 here at home with 6.17 to go on KKPR-FM. Carney, Ansley, Pleasanton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And, of course, with those guys out on offense, they're also out on defense. Coming in is Nash Meyer in the backfield, and they want to throw a swing pass out here, complete into the hands of Chris Pates, breaks a tackle down the right sideline, 25-30-35, and it'll be pushed out of bounds at the 38-yard line, a 23-yard completion for 
quarterback Jane Jones, his first completion of the half, he was 6 of 7 in the first half, now just 1 of 5 in the second half, but it does move the chains here for Ansley Litchfield. A nice gain, and more importantly, got out of bounds, so it keeps the clock stopped with 6.09 to go. The Spartans have all their timeouts. Down by two scores and staying out of the shotgun. Rosiski is in the backfield, flanking him to his left, fakes the handoff, wants to throw. Jones, the freshman, deep down the middle. It's going to be complete, and then he runs into his own man, Rohde, and got knocked out inside the 20 as Chris Pates hauls in the long pass. And if he hadn't ran into Rohde, it might have went all the way. They're going to mark him at the 13-yard line. That is a gain of 29. So 52 yards on two pass plays. Sets up first and 10 at the 12. And they're trying to find the weak spot or the new kid here for Pleasanton. Jones to throw again. Has all day towards Rohde. Caught at the five. Down to the two. Stretches and into the end zone. Just that quickly. Brady Rohde takes it in. Three pass plays. 65 yards. And they did that in 30 seconds. A 12-yard completion. The third touchdown pass of the night from Jaden Jones to Brady Rohde. And now they line up for the must-have two-point conversion. They'll run the football. No, Jones wants to throw backside his cover. Now he rolls out and dumps it into the end zone, and it is complete to Tyler Wood. Wood was covered initially, but there was no pressure on Jones, so he just kept rolling, and Wood just kept sliding farther and farther away from the defensive back, and the two-point conversion is good, so a huge answer from the Spartans. 5.47 to go in the game, Pleasanton 36, Ansley Litchfield 28. Our five-points bank touchdown is a 12-yard pass from Jones. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Ed Smith, the kickoff coming, and they will boot it away. A high kick that will sail into the end zone from Jose Ambrose. And talking with Coach Kolhanek before the game, he says, yeah, we got a kid that can boot it. And Ambrose has done a great job the couple of times that it didn't get into the end zone. They were high, deep kicks that gave your special teams a chance to cover. 5.47 to go. We're to the fourth-string quarterback in this half for Pleasanton, and let's see if any of those young men can come back in. It looks like Clancy Smith is there. Tyler Pulaski hurt, then Eric Epley hurt, then Patrick Bukowski hurt, and now it's Clancy Smith. And Rozeski for Pleasanton has been out most of the half with the cramps. At the 15, first down and 10. Smith straight up the middle, corralled by Keaton Moore. They've run that quarterback sneak a lot of times. It worked for Pulaski because you couldn't see him. 
And a four-yard gain here for Smith. Pleasanton wants to run clock. They want to move that football again. Don't make a mistake. Make Ansley Litchfield earn it. But they know where the mismatches are. Hunter Shattuck, who's had that busted-up right wrist and hand with the big old protective cast on it, checks out. He had been huge in the first half of this game, making tackles. Pleasanton better hustle here. They're not going to get this play off. They're already inside the five-second count. Sets them down. Takes the snap. Oh, the official was just going for his flag and probably should have blew it because it went negative there for Smith. He tried to keep it on his own, and Jose Ambrose has just been shadowing that quarterback, and it's a loss of two for Clancy Smith. That'll bring up third down and eight at their own 17-yard line. The clock continues to run with 4.45 to go in the game, 36-28 Pleasanton, but they are a shell of themselves, and if they win tonight, can they even have enough to go into the first round of playoffs? Uh, Pulaski, hopefully it's just a stinger as they took him to the hospital, but if it's not, uh, maybe Rosiski can be back and uh, cure these cramps. And Pleasanton looks like they're going to have trouble getting to the line again, and there is the delay of game. They just about got it last time. They do get it this time, and that'll make it third and 13. And Coach Westland continues to talk to his young man, and you've got to feel for him. Any coach would have to feel for what Pleasanton's going through right now. They haven't practiced one time with this crew this way ever. Uh, maybe worked with some of them in JVs, but if you're sending in seniors, you're not playing them on Mondays, so... Pressure here, and after back-to-back penalties, it's third and 13. Back him up to the 13, and then the right guard takes off too soon, and that's another five-yard penalty. With Halloween coming up, it's starting to look like that, but last time Pleasanton was able to overcome and get into the end zone. Right now, even though they're backing up all the way inside the 10 to about the 7, the 8, between the 7 and 8, it's third down and 17. Now you have to just make sure and hang on to the ball. I'd be surprised if they don't just hand it to Bush, who has taken care of it here a couple of times, and then punt it if you have to. Smith gets under center. Long count. Very long count. Surprised his linemen haven't moved yet. Finally takes the snap on an option. He gets planted, pitched the ball out, and they're going to lose yardage all the way back, maybe in the end zone. They tackled him in the end zone, but that's not where his progress was as Tolls is brought down, but they will have to punt out of their end zone, dropping him all the way back at the one-yard line. Travis Tolls, a loss of six, and that's one thing you cannot afford. That safety gives you that free two-point conversion. So now it is fourth down and about 25 for Pleasanton at their own one. That clock continues to run. Ansley Litchfield holding on to their timeouts. Three and a half to go. They'll get the ball back with at least three minutes. Pleasanton may actually run the clock down and take the delay of game penalty because how far will they move it? Two inches? And Pleasanton doesn't need to hustle here. It doesn't matter if you get that delay. And there is the delay. That's okay, though. Nothing happens there. You lose an inch. That ball is at the half-yard line. So the delay of game doesn't do anything but let your team run the clock down, and now you can go out there and just go, okay, let's breathe, snap the ball when you're ready. But the big thing is now covering the kick returner, Chris Pates. Jones hasn't dropped back yet. And they're trying to 
Make sure they get the right long snapper here. And Pleasanton just really all confused over there with all the injuries. they got to find somebody that can snap the ball. They can take all the delay of game penalties they want right now because nothing is going to happen. And they're just going to finally burn a timeout. Coach Wesson's going to bring his team over. Ansley Litchfield is feeling it, but they still trail with 312 to go in the football game. It is Pleasanton 36, Ansley Litchfield 28. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. We are listening to uh, what the official is uh, telling the uh, clock operator here. You can't just keep taking penalties and then have 30 seconds run off the clock, which Pleasanton did. And then in the high school game, you could keep doing that until time ran out, but not here. It is the Packers 13, the Bears 10, midway, well, five and a half to go in the third. And the Cubs lead the Dodgers 3-1, to one, bottom of the sixth. And we're ready to try and punt this football away, standing on their own end line. Here's the snap. The kick is away. It's a high, high kick. And Ansley Litchfield just going to let it bounce, and it takes a Spartan bounce, and it will die at the 24, 23-yard line. So it essentially is a 23-yard punt, and it will set up a very short field here after the 23-yard punt, just the second punt of the game for Pleasanton. So here's the situation. Ansley Litchfield has all three of their timeouts. They trail 36-28 to with 3.04 to go in the game. They have it first and 10 at the 23-yard line of Pleasanton and scored in three plays through the air last time against this depleted defense. Pitch play, Rody right side, finds a seam, gets to the 20, gets to the corner, to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone is Rody. Ansley Litchfield is just finding those backups and attacking them as they should. And now the important two-point conversion to tie this football game. Rody's fourth touchdown of the night, but first on the ground as he has three through the air. And the two-point conversion. Can Pleasanton find a way to make Hansley Litchfield get the ball again? They split the backs of the backfield. Jones wants to throw right. Got a man wide open. Complete Chris Pates. Pates walks in, and this game is tied. And that is three touchdowns in the game's last three minutes. And it's 36-36 with 2.54 to go in the contest. This timeout, or this touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, a 23-yard run from Brady Rohde. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. 
we can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Back in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth is the Spartans ready to kick it away with Jose Ambriz. He needs one more in the end zone, but this is popped up and returnable. It'll be fielded at the 5, the 10. Up the middle, 15, 20. Trying to hold on to the 25 is going to be Clancy Smith, and he'll be brought down there. And two of the Spartans kind of ran into each other and upended. Well, what does Pleasanton do? They have one timeout remaining. It's tied. They can't stop Ansley Litchfield now with all these injuries. So overtime probably is not good for them. They were, with all these injuries, able to finish off a drive earlier in the quarter with Bush getting in from a yard out. Now they start at their own 26. First down and 10. Tolls in motion. The quarterback runs into the running back. Now tries to keep it himself. Turns the corner. Gets upended as he comes across the 30 to the 31. It's John Zimmer and Seth Rosiski in on the tackle. Every time the quarterback runs to the sideline, he gets the play. Smith does so after a three-yard gain. It'll be second down and seven. When we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show and then the Ruts Heating and Air scoreboard show. Merritt Lawson and the gang waiting, and most of the game should be done. We have all the injuries. That's why we're so far behind. Here's a pitch play right side. Bush trying to get outside, follows his block, gets to the 35, and he'll be brought down at about the 37 behind Keaton Reese out there. It's going to be a gain on the play of nearly five, and it'll bring up third down and short. Bush now with 69 yards rushing, and 46 of those are here in the fourth quarter. Haven't had to bring the chains out yet, and they're not going to bring him out here. Third and a half a yard, but the chain gang, well, they would take care of you just like Carney Towing and Repair would do if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. Carney towing and repair, pitch play left side. They throw it behind the line of scrimmage. An upending bush is going to be Jose Ambriz, who has been all over the place and a huge MVP for Ansley Litchfield here in the second half. A little surprised they didn't just try to go straight ahead, but right now the coaches know what they've got to do. They've been trying to outguess Ansley Litchfield, and it looks like they'll go for it. A loss of a yard, and this is probably the ball game because if Pleasanton doesn't get it. You have to figure that the Spartans will. A minute to go. Fourth and a yard and a half at their own 35. Quarterback sneak right side, and Smith's got it. Smith able to follow his big offensive lineman up there, Reese and Weston Dixon, and he's going to pick up the necessary yardage. In fact, about three and a half, four yards there. And now... Do you hustle up? There's only a minute to go. If you're going to score, you've got to hustle it up and maybe put the ball in the air. 50 seconds to go as they snap it on first and 10 at midfield. Pitch play Bush right side. He looks for the block, and he's going to be thrown down and thrown out of bounds, which will stop the clock after a gain of just one. So high drama with a playoff berth on the line. Pleasanton must win the game. Ansley Litchfield, from what they have told us, even though they're setting 25th in the points, probably would get in. But then they would be facing one of the top teams in the state in the first round on the road, so you don't want that. It's going to be a gain for Bush here of three yards. 
Second down and seven. They'll pitch it to him left side, looking for a hole. He's got it. 35-30. He's got the first down as he's upended at the 29-yard line by Rosiski. That'll stop the clock with 35 seconds to go. A nice gain that time from the 37 to the 29-yard line, a gain of eight, but the clock is running. Pleasanton has just one timeout remaining, 25 seconds to go. Clancy Smith, the quarterback, takes the snap, pitches it to Bush, right side, looks for the corner, tries to get out of bounds, does, gets knocked out there by Jaden Jones into the yard marker. They get tangled up a little bit. Not much of a gain, maybe a yard and a half, stopping the clock with 17 seconds to go. And Pleasanton is going to use the timeout right here. The clock was stopped. The play was out of bounds. But Coach Westland figures maybe they've got two plays left, and they're going to draw them up right here. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with your score. Pleasanton, 36. Ansley Litchfield, 36. 17 seconds remain in the game. If we go overtime, both teams get it starting at the 10-yard line. Haven't had one of those in a while. Uh, taking a look at some other games that have finished up in D2. It was Blue Hill over Shelton, 55-8 to tonight. And Selma Myrna over Maxwell, 62-22. to In six-man, Wilcox Hildreth edged Deschler, 32-26. to In D1, Alma over Southwest, 56-34. to Cambridge beat Amherst, 64-32. to Overton down Ravenna, 40 to 24. And Overton, or excuse me, uh, Pleasanton now ready to break the huddle. And again, they were stuffed at the seven yard line as time expired in the first half. Second and nine at the 29 yard line. 17 seconds to go. Back to pass Smith. Throws it as far as he can down the right side. There's nobody there, and it's incomplete. He was intending it for Ryan Bush, but There weren't even any black jerseys close enough to track that down. Jaden Jones was the closest in the area. And that's all you're going to see. Remember earlier, they got a penalty. So there's been two things here. A penalty on an interception on fourth down, roughing the passer, kept the drive alive, and a touchdown for Pleasanton. But then Pleasanton also didn't have any timeouts in the last 20 seconds of the first half, got tackled, and time ran out. Third down now. Ten seconds to go. Smith runs into his back, trying to set up a screen. He throws it up for grabs. Oh, it's almost completed to Terry Stevens, who would have been uncovered as they were dragging down Smith. There was the confusion trying to get the back out of the backfield in Bush for a screen pass to him. And the clock stops with four seconds to go. And we've got one more play. Stevens just about got that one with one hand, and it would have been interesting how far he would have made it. So here we go, the final play of regulation, unless there's a penalty, tied at 36, 28 yards from the end zone. Smith under center, drops back to pass, rolls right, under pressure, sacked, and we're going to overtime. Jose Ambriz just blew off his defender and snacks Smith for a 10-yard loss, and we will go to overtime. 36-36. Back with the overtime after this. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, to Jake Stokely, the athletic director here. It's been a rough night with uh, the injuries. Tyler Pulaski taken to the hospital with a neck injury. And then uh, down to their fourth-string quarterback is Pleasanton all in the last 13 minutes of the game. And we are going to overtime. The last two touchdowns scored by Ansley Litchfield plus two-point conversions. And it didn't take long. The first time they went through the air three times and scored from 65 yards out. The next time after a short punt, a one-play, 23-yard run. And it appears that Pleasanton will have the ball first. If you win the toss, of course, in overtime, you want to play defense so that you know what you have to do. And since all the injuries, it hasn't been the offense that's been quite as bad because Pleasanton has actually done a couple things on offense to move the ball and, and scored once. But they have not come close to stopping Ansley Litchfield defensively And from 10 yards out, you have to figure that Ansley Litchfield has a huge advantage going into overtime here. So Pleasanton will have it first. Uh, They will move from left to right, tied at 36. And a rough way to see it go down if it goes down this way for Pleasanton. But give Ansley Litchfield credit. They were down 22 to nothing in this football game. Cut it to 22-14 at half and then scored the last two touchdowns here. Brady Rohde with three touchdown receptions and a touchdown run in this contest. Also a big 60-yard run from John Zimmer when this game was still in doubt with all the big boys in there. So tied at 36, what happens here in overtime, each team will get it at the 10-yard line. Like in college, you get it at the 25 where you can get some first downs. You can get a first down via the penalty here, but uh, it's basically first and goal from the 10. Clancy Smith has been the quarterback here for Pleasanton. And uh, he will direct his charges out there. Ryan Bush has been the running back. They've put Travis Tolles at the wing back. Also, Keaton Reese has had to come in offensively with uh, the ball club here. The linemen have pretty much stayed intact. Also, early in the second half, Riley Rosiski went out with the cramps and has not been able to return. He is still blanketed up over on the sideline, and you feel for all these young men. So here we go, ready to start overtime. And Smith under center, Bush right behind him for Pleasanton. On first down, they will keep it in the hands of Smith, follows Bush, but it's just not quick enough developing. The hole was there. He got a yard, maybe two, and Rohde finishes him off, but Seth Rosiski was the first one there, kind of wrapped him up around the ankles. He's going to pick up three yards on the play, It'll be second down and goal from the three. It's definitely manageable here for Pleasanton, but 
It's not the touchdown that should worry the Pleasanton faithful so much. It's the two-point conversion, which you'll have to have, and then go on defense. And Asley Litchfield, if they get the stop here, you've got to feel that that will win the game. Second and goal at the seven. First overtime. Tolls in motion. They'll give it to Bush. He'll walk in untouched. Man, that was just a straight counter. Everybody went after Tolls, and Bush goes in for the touchdown, his second of the night. 88 yards rushing for Ryan Bush, and he'll have the first touchdown on second down. Now, the two-point conversion. 42-26. Smith will set him down the exact same formation they just had. They'll send Tolls in motion, then go back to the left, hand it to Bush again, and he's going to get stood up and doesn't get in. They didn't get him as far outside this time, and a great job by Ansley Litchfield to close the hole led by Zika Beta, and so the two-point conversion no good. So Ansley Litchfield must score and convert to win the game. That touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, a seven-yard run from Ryan Bush. We'll be right back. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. On the first play, Ansley Litchfield pitches it to Rody. Rody around the right side. Rody gets to the pylon, and that's how easy it is right now for the Spartans. The fifth touchdown of the night for Brady Rody, and now the conversion. Rody from 10 yards out ties it, and this is to win the game for Ansley Litchfield. And if you're Pleasanton, you just got to gamble to which side he's going and sell out to win the game for Ansley Litchfield. Pitch play, Rody, same play they just ran, walks into the end zone, and the Spartans win the game in overtime, 44-42. 44-42, Ansley Litchfield rallies from a 22-point deficit, takes advantage of numerous Pleasanton second-half injuries, and they win the rivalry game tonight to go 4-4 four and, four and advance on to the playoffs, while Pleasanton fought their hearts out tonight and falls to 3-5, and five, and they will end their season just outside of the playoff points coming into tonight. And now you turn your attention to the young men that were injured tonight for the Bulldogs and hope that they are all able to come back and uh, be healthy for the winter sports season or whatever is up next to them. There were some big-time players in this football game tonight. Uh, Brady Rohde, Jose Ambriz, Huge tonight, and the freshman quarterback, Jaden Jones, is going to be an outstanding one here in the near future. And for uh, Pleasanton tonight, they fought their guts out. Pulaski and Rosicki were so huge in the first half, and when they lost them, give credit to all the guys that came in and uh, tried to keep it together here for the Bulldogs in the second half. But it ends up being here in Litchfield. The Spartans of Anzi Litchfield, 44, and the Pleasanton Bulldogs, 42, in overtime. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. 
crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Sign, click, deposit. Nebraska Land National Bank is now offering mobile deposit. You can now deposit your checks whenever and wherever it's convenient for you. Because we all know sometimes 24 hours in a day just isn't enough. Download our mobile banking app to your smartphone and start depositing checks the easy way. Visit us online at nebraskalandbank.com slash mobile deposit for more information. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. And welcome back to Litchfield, where it's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today in overtime. The only time Ansley Litchfield led was after that two-point conversion. And the final score, the Spartans 44 and the Pleasanton Bulldogs 42, as they will now head to the playoffs while Pleasanton will finish up the season here tonight at 3-5. and five. Let's take a look at how the scoring went. Our wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. It started out all Pleasanton. In fact, it looked like they might run away with this football game. Ansley Litchfield won the toss and were three and out. A fake punt was one of the few mistakes that they made tonight, and Pleasanton took over at the Spartan 34-yard line. Two Tyler Pulaski runs of 23 and 11 yards finished off the drive with 9.59 to go in the first quarter. It's 6-0. Another three and out, and a 66-yard drive was capped by a six-yard run by Pulaski. The two-point run by Rosiski made it 14 to nothing with five minutes to go in the first quarter. Only one first down in the first quarter tonight for Ansley Litchfield. And to start the second quarter, it was Pleasanton on the move again. They capped a 70-yard drive with a Riley Rosiski seven-yard run. Pulaski took it in from two, and with 10:20 to go in the second quarter, Pleasanton was up 22 to nothing. And finally, the Spartans were able to get the tread on the tires, and they had a long drive that went 60 yards. They converted three fourth downs on the drive, mostly on the ground, but it ended with the first of three uh, touchdown passes tonight from Jaden Jones to Brady Rohde from 11 yards out. With 3.26 to go, it was 22-6. to Then Pleasanton turned it over on a fumble on their next possession, and a 15-yard pass play from Jones to Rohde two minutes and 40, 20 seconds later made it 22-14. to Pleasanton had 58 seconds, and they moved the ball down to the seven-yard line, but with 13 seconds to go, first and goal, and no timeouts, Rosiski was tackled inbounds, and they could not get another play off. So it was 22-14 at the half, and that becomes huge, obviously, the way things turn out. Uh, Pleasanton got the ball to start the third quarter of play, and Ansley Litchfield really made him pay, but it was a huge kickoff return aided by a 15-yard penalty on a face mask. So Pleasanton started at the 21-yard line, but they went backwards. And facing fourth and 21, 
The ball was picked off by Ansley Litchfield, only to be negated by a roughing the passer penalty. And a couple of plays later, after they got a first down at the 15, Pulaski had his third rushing touchdown from 11 yards out with 7.18 to go in the third quarter. 28-14, the two-point conversion was no good. Two plays later, John Zimmer skirted around the left end from 60 yards out. The two-point conversion was also no good for Ansley Litchfield, and that made it 28-20. And then that's where things really went awry tonight because on the next drive uh, for Pleasanton, Tyler Pulaski, uh, avoiding the rush, was tackled by Jose Ambriz after a couple-of-yard gain and was tackled awkwardly. And we had nearly a half-hour delay here, about 15 minutes while they attended to Pulaski and another 15 minutes while they got the backup ambulance here. It was a neck injury. He did have uh, some stinging. You could see that he raised his hand from the right side when they put him in the ambulance, but reports were that he couldn't get the feeling in his hands there for a while, so they'll check that out and hopefully nothing more than a stinger. But then uh, it only took a couple of plays and more quarterbacks and more guys were going down. Earlier in that half, Rosiski went down with the cramps and would not play again. He only had two carries in the entire second half. So at the end of the third quarter, it was 28-20, but a one-yard run by Ryan Bush was able to give Pleasanton a 36-20 lead with 6.17 to go in the game, but Pleasanton wasn't able to stop the Spartans and wasn't able to move the ball the rest of the game. And with all those injuries on offense, those same youngsters and inexperienced players had to come in on defense for Pleasanton, and Ansley Litchfield took advantage. Three straight completed passes from a quarterback, Jaden Jones, of... 23, 29, and then 12 yards to cap it off to Rody. Uh, cut the deficit to eight once the two-point conversion was good, and it was 36 to 28. Pleasanton ended up having to punt out of their own end zone. A 23-yard punt and a 23-yard play. A 23-yard run by Rody took it in. The two-point conversion was good, 36 all, and Pleasanton was able to move the football enough to get a couple of cracks at the end zone from the 29-yard line. But they couldn't get in. It ran out the clock. Sent us to overtime. Two plays in. Ryan Bush scores for Pleasanton, who had the ball first. But the two-point conversion was no good. And two plays later, one play for Rody from 10 yards out, one play from Rody for the two-point conversion. And that put the final score of 44-42. Ansley Litchfield over Pleasanton. Our scoring wrap brought to you by the good folks at... Buffalo County Farm Bureau, everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. We'll give you the final stats and then turn you over to the Rut Heating and Air Scoreboard Show after this timeout. Zimatic Center Pivots provide farmers worldwide with the best quality, highest performance irrigation systems. Year after year, these systems have proven themselves in varying types of terrain, cropping situations, and irrigation requirements. This is because of dedication to service and unique design. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation, your Zimatic dealer. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. 
the hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on Classic Hits, our Ruts Heating and Air Scoreboard Show with pretty much every final already in the book. Coming up next, here are the numbers I had tonight for Pleasanton. Riley Rosiski, 15 carries, 128 yards, and a touchdown. Ryan Bush, 15 carries, 88 yards, two touchdowns, including the one in overtime. Travis Tolls, two carries, negative five. Eric Epley uh, was the uh, backup quarterback there for a little bit, got sacked a couple of times, three carries, negative seven. Tyler Pulaski, who started the game at quarterback, 18 carries, 141 yards, three rushing touchdowns. And Clancy Smith, the fourth-string quarterback, seven carries for 11 yards. Through the air, Pulaski was one of three, Epley 0 of one, Smith 0 of two. So uh, one completed pass out of six attempts for 33 yards, 60 rushing attempts for 366 yards. That's 399 total for 22 first downs for Pleasanton tonight. They had the two fumbles, two punts for an average of 30 yards, nine penalties for 61 yards. Uh, if I have the numbers for Ansley Litchfield added up, it looks like this. Brady Rohde, 20 carries, 102 yards rushing, and two touchdowns on the ground. Seth Rosiski, six carries, 11 yards. John Zimmer, five carries, 69 yards, and one touchdown. Jaden Jones was sacked twice. He had six carries and negative five yards tonight. 37 rushing attempts for Ansley Litchfield. 177 yards on the ground. Through the air in the first half, Jones was 6 of 7 for 69 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. And then in the second half, I had him 3 of 3 with the one touchdown uh, on that last drive, 3 of 7. So overall, 9 of 14, no interceptions, three touchdowns, all went to a Brady Rohde, 52, 64 yards through the air in the second half, 69 in the uh, first half. So that is 133 yards through the air, 177 yards uh, on the ground, and that is 310 yards of total offense. 13 first downs tonight for Ansley Litchfield. Three punts for an average of 30 yards, no turnovers, three penalties for 35 yards. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, thanks for listening, everyone. And, of course, our thoughts with all the kids that got banged up tonight. Hopefully, they'll be back soon and none of those injuries were major. Ansley Litchfield on to the playoffs at 4-4. Four and four with a 44-42 overtime win over Pleasanton. For our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda saying thanks for listening. The Ruts Heating and Air Scoreboard Show is next. The proceeding has been a